Welcome, everybody, to Scopefield's Flowers Podcast, Episode 16. Enjoy the show. It's Steve Scofield here from Scofield's Flowers. As you know, they call me Scof. I'm Chris Fraderigo. People call me Fratty. How's it going, Fratty? It's good, man. Uh, you know, Lakers won last night. No. So back on top, got that, uh, uh, you know, championship, LeBron. Yeah. And uh, I, I think, is that 16 or 17 championships now for the Lakers? I don't know off the top of my hand, but I know it's up there. It was up there, but man, I was looking at the Celtics. They're like 31 or some crazy thing. Yeah, they, they also won like seven or eight in a row with uh, Bill Russell's way back in the day when there was no free agency. You know, basically, if you had a good team, you were going to have a great team until those players retired. You yeah. know, kind of like the Montreal Canadiens in, in hockey yeah. back in the day. Yeah. I mean, they, they had like, like 20, 24, 26 championships. But, yeah. you know, ever since the NHL expanded and, and added more teams, all of a sudden, you know, Montreal's only won a, you know, a handful in the last, you know, 40 years. The last time they won it was in 93. So, yeah. you know, it's been almost 40 years since, you know, they've won one. And, you know, prior to that, they were winning them, um, or no, sorry, 30 years. But prior to that, they were winning them, um, you know, three, four times a decade. So, yeah, yeah. I think it's pretty, pretty, uh, you know, outside of maybe the Bulls winning three, three in a row back, you know, and then doing that twice. I think, you know, the Lakers winning as many as they've had in the last, you know, 30 years has been pretty remarkable. Yeah, no, I mean, it was just great for the city of LA. Of course, they were, you know, burning shit down and some craziness going on downtown. I don't get, I just don't get that. You know, I don't just, either. I just behave, guys. I mean, this is like, you, you know, would Kobe want you tearing shit up? I mean, come yeah. on, guys, you know. But I mean, I know his wife left a comment and thank you for, for everything. And I just can't even imagine what she's going through. And I mean, yeah, you know, it's sort of a nice, I mean, it'll never be a closure, but it's a nice, closure to the year that has been so fucking crazy you yeah know? it's just like um i don't know what else to say other than that and uh yeah so hockey's done hopefully the dodgers you know we got the we won with uh Boo. With... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah yeah you're are you who are you are you're an angel i'm, I'm angels yeah i'm yeah well i'm I uh go the dodgers i gotta go for them you know i'm a cubs yeah. guy so I mean, are the Cubs even in it? I don't even know. No, it's uh, Dodgers, uh, Atlanta. Yeah. And then you got uh, Tampa Bay and uh, Houston. Yeah. So we might lose a few followers, but I'm going to root for Houston. Just to, I think it would be pretty Whoa. funny if they beat, beat the Dodgers again without banging on trash cans. Can I just leave this call? <laughs> <laughs> That's great, dude. That's great. Uh, well, hey, listen, we got a great guest today. Yeah, we do. We got we got the one and only Stephen Bridges coming back and uh, a little different this time. Yep, um, we did the fire cha- fireside chat, and uh, took me about. Uh, I felt like I was driving to China. <laughs> <laughs> it took me two and a half hours. Yeah, I got a ticket for going through that damn toll booth that I, I know. Often, you know, and, and that, that and that the thing that would like right register but it's not registered in my car so yeah. instead of paying a dollar fifty online i got a 46 dollar ticket crazy Woo. yeah and, and what did it save you like it probably saved you like five minutes you know yeah not even <laughs> i mean it was crazy so i mean yeah so well welcome welcome to the orange curtain or, or you know into the orange curtain thank you for coming out uh yeah. and, and obviously uh steven lives for, far from me 
and I'm in Orange County because he's out there in uh, RSM by the foothills. But um, I, I, yeah, it, it was it was really nice, great time. Had some, uh, you guys had some cigars, and we were drinking some whiskeys and telling stories. And it just, I don't know, kind of felt like old timey, you know, where it's like you just everyone kind of gathered around and and you just kind of chatted for entertainment. And yep. I, had, I had a great time. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was good. I, I liked it a lot. And uh, um, his house is beautiful right on the golf course. And he's he's fantastic when it comes to knowing whiskey. So uh, that's great. Well, all right, let's get to it. Awesome. All right. Well, thank God for an iPhone. <laughs> Hi, everyone. $4,000 worth of equipment, and we're using an iPhone. <laughs> $40,000 worth of equipment, we're using an iPhone because it looked better. <laughs> right? Anyways, glad I bought those new lenses. But anyways, hey everyone, it's uh, Scope here from yeah 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 exactly. Um, it's Scope here from Scopefield's Flowers, and uh, uh, we're here out at the. Well, go ahead, Freddie. You can tell them who the fuck you are. <laughs> you, don't know where, you don't even know where you're at. <laughs> I'll let you know where you're at. We're at uh, the Whiskey Spy Residence for a uh, camp campfire. Camp Out Podcast Chronicle. Fireside yeah. chat. Yeah. Yeah. With our, with our <laughs> guest, Stephen Bridges, who's uh, hey everybody. invited us to his new place. And Steve, where are we actually? I have no idea. I feel like I've landed. I mean, coming here from LA was like going to China. China. <laughs> we're, we're in Corona de Casa. Corona de Casa. Corona de Casa. Sorry, we're in Corona de Casa, Mexico. Corona de Casa. Corona de Casa. It actually means hunting lodge. Oh, it does? Wow. So it used to be a hunting lodge. Oh, wow. A lot of little stories. We can get into that. Oh, I'd love to hear it. First off, what do we got so, here? Give me so, something to pour. Here. All right, all right. So we, we got, go uh, we got uh, well, why don't we start you out with some Uncle Mary. So you may remember this bottle from last time. Yep. Unopened. Yes. Now yep. opened on, obviously, I've Very much since drink, drank, but, uh, drunken. Drunken. We just recorded last night, too, so that's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Pour a little bit of that for you. Would you mm. like an ice cube in it? Not yet. I'm going to try it neat. And then, uh, Freddie, Friday, what do you have? I, uh, so, we talked uh, Bottled and Bond on the first episode. Yeah. We talked uh, some Old Forester on the first episode. And so I did some research and uh, actually was mistaken on the Bottled and Bond. I was mixing up a couple different stories. So Bottled and Bond actually was in 1897, mm -hmm. as by this bottle here yeah. that wow. I'll talk about. Uh, what I was confusing it with was in the uh, 60s and 70s when uh, basically children of the Mad Men era grew up, they were rebelling against their parents. They didn't want to be, uh, you know, kind of drinking the same things they're drinking. And that's when vodka and other clear spirits became popular. And uh, so the story that I confused Bottled and Bond with was how... Well, my, uh, my small batch I think Russians have been drinking vodka well, well yes, before yes, yes, yes. Of course, of course. <laughs> That's all they drink. Yeah. But... Yeah. Uh, it's it's, it's sort of weird. You want vodka? Yeah. Yeah, all right. And do you have any olives? But, Anyways. Yeah, but uh, so the story I confused it with was then uh, whiskey fell out of favor. And so then they started making flavors to compete with vodka. They even made a clear, not a moonshine, but a clear whiskey and obviously that's not going to well, go anywhere that's but but most most whiskey start has, clear they always have color added right so what eventually ended up happening though that led to the whiskey revival was they came out with a marketing term called small batch which like 
I think everything else we've talked about is very diverse. What small match means at one distillery could be completely different. different. Huh. Um, so what I decided to do is get more into the bottled and bond. So I bought myself a Old Forester 1897 bottled and bond. Nice. So uh, this is part of the uh, Whiskey Row series, which you have the yeah, uh, Prohibition. The, the prohibition or, yeah, so I'm going to just try that. That's a, that's and a so this is a, named after the year the Bottled and Bond oh. became an act. So that's how I was able to uh, figure out what the hell 1897. Yeah. So Schofield's Flowers started in 18, uh, 1896. And in 1804 you were born? Yes, I was born in 1804. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> live and kicking. Yeah, live and kicking, right? Oh, God. So, Tell what me. am I drinking? I'm drinking some. Well, you know, we have an uncle near us, and so yes. we went into yeah. a long... <laughs> uh, we had a great... Uh, I'm sorry, the, the gentleman from last time. You know, uh, Jonathan Scott. Oh, Jonathan, Jonathan Scott. Scott. Yes. Yeah. He had, yeah. Oh, my God. He, he had some great knowledge with this. Yeah. Went into a whole cool thing um, with, uh, with Uncle Jack Nearest Daniels. and Jack Daniels yeah. and that. Yeah, yeah. So, that's great. Is, uh, that's great. That's great. That's great. And a really very good friend of mine, May, uh, who is an actress and singer, and uh, I, I met in a insane club in uh, New York, and she was like, "Who the hell are you? And why are you causing all this trouble?" And we became <laughs> best friends. And she's actually working with them as uh, one of their head. I think she's the very first rep, and I have to give her a call just to see how she's doing because I've been hearing a lot about this uh, about this bourbon and that. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, it's nice. whiskey, right? It's bourbon. I'm it's Irish. Bourbon, like yes. <laughs> liquor? Yeah, yeah liquor. Yep, that's yeah. what, yep, never mind. Oh, <laughs> Irish mob. Irish mob, exactly. Culture. Well, I see you're already cut. Did you cut that for me? <laughs> no, Absolutely. No, no, no. Uh, Go ahead, take it. Thank you. After you put his lips all over uh, it. No, no, <laughs> I, did, I did not do that. Um, <laughs> great cigar, my favorite cigar. Yeah, what this is this? This is an El Rey del Mundo. An El Rey del Mundo. It's a nice. Robusto. Uh, I like the Robusto size because yep. it's kind of, it's not too much cigar. Right. It's good it's, size. It's, well, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's good to be satisfying mm. at one, and if you wanted to have two in the evening, it's the size one. So, yeah. I, I like it. Yeah. I'm a, um, I just got into these, I don't know what they're called. Like, um, just they're like, um, just a small cigar, but it's like bigger than the kind you would find in the little tin, tin, tin canisters. Mm -hmm. um, my wife would pay a lot of money to shave this beard off me with that thing. <laughs> I'm going to get it trimmed tomorrow, honey, I promise. Uh, I just trimmed mine up. It was getting a little warm. Yeah, yeah. I almost like, went to the mustache, too. It was oh, getting yeah. a little warm, and I was like, you know what? Uh, I put on the Corona 19, so I've been losing that. I want to get this little, you know, little chin out of here, and yeah. then uh, maybe bring the summer stash back into the style. But yeah. well, summer's uh, gone, right? So not, 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 not yet. this weekend. Not at 117 degrees. It'll be 105 here tomorrow. 105, and we're yeah. in, in Orange County, and yeah. we're like, it's. I mean, I mean, it's nice and pleasant out now. What is it at right now? I don't know. This is. We are at um, 90. Wow. That doesn't feel that bad, actually. No. Once the sun's oh, yeah. down, that's what I, I was in Phoenix recently. We went outside for uh, a walk here before we left, and it's been humid here. And uh, I was sweating. 30 minute walk, sweating. We went to Arizona, it was 110 out, but it's a dry heat. We'd go out at, you know, so then we'd go walk for at night. I wasn't even sweating. It was comfortable, yeah. and it was still 
you know, 105, 100 out, you know, at nine o'clock at night, but it was comfortable because the sun wasn't on you and it was a dry heat. Well, I mean, it's, I, I come from a humid city, Chicago. Yeah. I mean, you got, you got mosquitoes that'll carry you away. And, uh, I mean, there are days when you'd have to wear two, three shirts, Ugh, you know, right. and I just can't stand it. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, with that being said, we're here and I've never had a case of mosquitoes ever. And all of a sudden we have mosquitoes like in LA. It's crazy. And we got these mosquitoes Shit. by our, by our feet that are just like, oh. they're, they're like ankle biters they call them. Oh. And every, we got to go out and spray because, uh, yeah, we can't, we can't sit outside at night lately. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I was can't uh, stand it. freshman year before I went to Fitchburg, I was up in uh, SUNY Canton, upstate New York. Sure. Uh, just south of Ottawa, so deep up there. Move-in is in August, so drive in, pull up, start unloading the car. To go down one flight of stairs, just to bring my hockey bag, my suitcase, a couple little things for the dorm room, <laughs> yeah. I w looked like I jumped in the pool. And this is back when I had hair. My hair's wet, I'm dripping everywhere, shirt soaked. It was so humid. What? Were you I, going to school there? Yeah, up in uh, upstate New York. Was it a, oh wow. It what, was, uh, what happened? You left there? You it just it was just a junior college. Oh yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah. that uh, had a hockey program. Yeah, Skippy and I went there. Oh, that's a great yeah, program. Yeah. And then they canceled it, right? Uh, Did they cancel they, the year you were there? No, we still were oh. going there. They actually, uh, since left junior college, because it was like you had two years sports eligibility. Yeah, there. no, it was fantastic. So then they... And some guys would actually go D1 from there too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, uh, in that, not in, our, not in uh, New York, mm -hmm. but he went to Minnesota was uh, Dustin Penner. And then he played like one year junior college mm -hmm. and then went to Maine wow. after that. But um, I think they, because I think a lot of people like Very myself, good. I'd go there, I went there one year, Skippy went there two, and we just went there for hockey. So then after the two years, we left. And so they dropped the hockey program from the junior college into uh, D1 club. So now oh, you can right. go full, full tilt, which D1 club is Oh, there's some coming great around like really good. I mean, yeah. ASU went from D1 club to D1 program. Yeah. Penn State went yeah. D1 club yeah. to D1 program. Like a lot of these D1 club teams run them better than some D3 schools. And you, want to call, you want me to call Timo? Yeah, you, yeah <laughs> we're over here. Timo and he's right up here and then yeah, yeah. off. Yeah, I can, I can call Timo, him. Timo, Getzoff. We'll probably teach him a few things. Yeah, so we I'm can, sure. We can call him up. Call him. Yeah, yeah. Great guys, by the way. I met. Well, I met. Tell me, you know, Scout Scope. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I remember that guy, man. Yeah, yeah. He blew me off when yeah. I was like 18. Yeah. Well, after he retired, I told you earlier that when Timo came into the rink, I said, "You're buying tonight." And he looked at me. I said, "You're a rookie." And he just looked at me and just cracked up. Yeah, because he was. He was a rookie on the beer team now. You know what? What a great guy. He said, "All right, guys, I'll be right back." I said, "Nah, we got you covered today, but don't fuck up again." <laughs> you know, we always say in yeah. the locker room, it's like you get these young guys, and I was one of those in men's league. Cause I'd play, come home, play summers, beer league, and uh, you know, just whip around these 30, 40 year old guys. And everyone always says, uh, one day you're going to be here too. Yeah. You know, it doesn't yeah. matter what level you play. If you yeah. still want to keep you're playing, always gonna be in you're eventually going to end up in a beer league. Yeah. I work with this guy who's, um, who the, he's, uh, he's a goalie. And I think the guy's about as round as he is tall. <laughs> and just a, I mean, he's he's a he's a he's a presence. Yeah. And he, I, I, I have no 
reason to doubt that he's a, yeah. a decent goalie. But man, he can talk smack. He can talk the game. I mean, he mixes it up with everybody there. And so, yeah, but he plays good, and he's like, he's he plays pretty intently. I think, and he's he's been playing for a long time. I, but he's decided that you know what I think with his size and <laughs> when he does that, you know, hey, goalie's probably the best thing for him. <laughs> <laughs> we had a guy who was playing men's league, and it was the worst men's league level you could play, right? <laughs> But my buddy invited me out, and I was like, all right, I went out. I actually felt like a superstar with those guys, right? But the goalie was 70 years old. <laughs> when he went down, he never got up. <laughs> so somebody wow. carried a pillow on the fucking bench. And they drove a pillow at him and slide it across the ice as a joke. There was a yeah. guy that, uh, I think he recently Or give just, it to the rep, too. <laughs> there was a guy that recently died. I think he was like 103 and, like, still playing. Oh, my God. I wanna, I'm going to look it up because I, I it recently happened, but, like, all the NHL guys were all, like... You know, since we're talking about, about hockey, it. I have to tell you about my. I, I, I have been trying to find this commercial on yes, like on YouTube or something, and I've never found it. But it's, and I don't even remember who the goalie was, but he was he was a well-known goalie. But it was for ESPN, and it was one of the es the early ESPN commercials where they kind of do the jokes and yeah, whatever. Yeah. And this goalie is, and he's you know he's he's in goal, and. <laughs> these like two these two skaters are out, you know, just shooting shooting against him and I'm like, ooh, don't go in the crease, ooh, stay out of the crease, don't go in the crease, ooh you know. And he's just like, huh, okay, whatever, you know. And he leaves and then the guy shoots one and it it does it like it, it hits or whatever and he, he skates through the crease and just goes <clears throat> and like a big and he just ends up in a big pile of ash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. And I just I've been I've I've searched for YouTube on this yeah. thing for like forever and I can't yeah. for the life of me I can't remember what it is. So I'm putting it out there because <laughs> if anybody knows, please comment and advise where I can find that video because I love that commercial. It was classic. That's awesome. So the guy's name was Mark Stur Sturditch. Uh apologize if I'm butchering it, but he died at ninety nine and uh, had been playing. He has a Didn't signature. even make it to 100? I know. Close, though. But he... <laughs> Tell me if this guy does not look like a guy that oh, is my. almost 99 and playing. Yeah, and, and we'll throw a, a thing. And obviously, condolences to the family. Uh, uh, yo, that's going to be... And this is just that's going to be, sco be like smiling. scope on his Thruxton. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. I mean, and this like, guy... That's a hockey mustache. That's a, his, that's a mustache oh. for the ages. I mean, this guy is easily in his 90s still uh, playing. I don't know if he was playing all the way up to 99, but I know he he was known for being the oldest player to be playing hockey in, I don't know if the world, but definitely in North America. And, Respect. Um, I saw a bunch of uh, NHL guys, like, you know, basically, yes, yeah. giving their uh, tribute to it because, cool. like I said, everyone eventually ends up in beer league. So if you want to keep yeah. playing after your career, whether you played pro or just want to yeah. keep, you know, start now, the, you know, I think where I, you go. I think it, I think it probably judges by either the quality or the quantity of the beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. You know. I mean, the Heineken League at one point probably right. was the, was like the, was like the, well, in Canada, the they actually have like, or you have, mold, or if, bats, if or, you didn't make the minor leagues here, they actually have like a, a senior, league. A senior league that players still go play there. Yeah. And they're, I mean, seniors are like guys that are 20, 21 and they're still getting picked up to go play in the ECHL and the SPHL yeah, yeah. And, and different leagues like that. So, you know, I mean, when Stefan was playing, he, he had an agent. We were like, well, what happens if he doesn't make the ECHL? Well, we're going to send him to the, we could send him for a, 
to the league in you know well, Toronto, and I'm who like, what? 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 You mean what is it? What league? <laughs> yeah. Who was that? Was that who was the uh, the? Um, it was just it was like not last season, I mean, the season before. There was the the Zamboni driver who also played. this year. This yeah, year. Yeah, this year. He ended up. Yeah. He ended up. In goal, was it the Ducks? Or oh yeah, no, 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 so no, no, no. it was uh, for the uh, Carolina Hurricanes. Yep. Yeah, he was the AHL team Zamboni driver, and he and yeah. he, he like a lot of times they'll have a guy that's local that will go on the ice that's played at a decent level at one point in time, um, just kind of as a uh, a shooter tutor for them for like let's say the team's on the road. And a couple guys are staying staying behind. They need some work, or the they need someone to fire yeah, at. They need yeah. someone to shoot at, and, or they only have two goalies, and they need three for something. One sick or whatever. Yeah, something. It happens. And then with in the NHL, because of the rules of how you know you only have two goalies on your roster, and one's dressed and one's playing. Right. And what happens if two goalies get hurt in a game? So at every uh, team has an emergency goalie who's just. In the stands, they get tickets they to the game. Game. Then they call them down. They call them bag, up. They got their bag they in the front locker room. Yeah. They got a pass. If, they got everything. Right. If, the, if one goalie gets hurt and is out of the game, and they put the backup in. They notify him. He basically just goes and gets dressed. He's in a complete separate room, and only if that goalie gets hurt can they bring him in. And the guy got. And that guy in. got called in. Wow. They the uh, hurricanes were winning like three nothing at the time yeah. both goalies got out he lets in like two goals on his like first couple shots and then after that lights out they don't score any goals you know toronto he had like Leafs he had like a, had, a dozen saves yeah he had something. a bunch of crazy. saves he won and, they and won, he the game. won the game yeah 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 wow and it was like they ended up tying the game so then once Carolina scored, he was the goalie of record and ended up being the game-winning goal. Oh, my God. Like, what a, like I mean, you could say... It's like, like Rudy going down you're going the, the you know, you're, football, going, right? you're going to the bar with the guys afterward, and some girl walks up to you, and she's like, whoa, what do you do? Are you one of the... Go- he yeah, was like the 43, goalie. 44, yeah. something like that. It was crazy. I, I was at a Kings game, and I, I, I went with a buddy of mine, Scott, and we had tickets to go up into the private club and everything, and... Uh, I had, I just had, I had a bit of cancer on my left side and I got these stitches here, like around 17 stitches. I went in there, I thought they were digging out gold out of my freaking head. But, but, diamonds, uh, diamonds. yeah, diamonds, diamonds. Yeah. And so I went, I'm, you know, I'm sitting there and this girl sees my stitches and, she, you know, she's just a knockout. And she looks at me and she goes, uh, um, you know, she looks at Scott and, and, and he's like looking all over and she's like, oh my God. She goes, the girl looks at me and she goes, oh my God, what happened to you? And I went, you at the game the other night? She goes, yeah. I says, well, I was the guy that, I was the defenseman that blocked the shot and I caught it in the face. She goes, oh my God, are you okay? I'm like, yeah. And then she takes a double look at me. She goes, you are not. You're too old. <laughs> I had her. Story I had of your her. life, Scott. I had her. All right. Fill it up. Fill it up. Fill it up and I'll tell you a lot more stories. But, but you know, I mean, talking about sports. So, Freddie, what's going? I have been, I've been busy. It's COVID's big. You know, we're starting to shoot again. What's going on? I got to go check out the playoffs. So, Vegas is still in, right? Vegas is in. Game seven tomorrow against uh, uh, Vancouver. Which, wow. Vancouver. What was crazy is the lot, three of the series in the quarterfinals here, or no, semifinals here, um, were up three to one. Three games to one, and the teams came back to force game sevens. Oh my! How and many times? Three of the four series. 
Oh my God, Vancouver so, did. Vancouver came back, being down three to one. And they beat. Did they beat? Oh my God! So they got so the momentum. So tomorrow, which when this comes out, will already have happened. Right. But so they do this have is the momentum. ladies and gentlemen. Their goalie is from San Diego. Oh wow! Wow. They, so it that's was the American League hockey team. Yeah. The yeah. The Gulls, yeah. long time yeah. there, and obviously ECHL they have, team. They're yeah. man, they're freaks in San Diego. They get diehard 14,000 14, fans yep. at a game. We went to one on my bachelor party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was dollar home. beer night. <laughs> so that started it. it. That that was the start of the night. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, they have a great youth program. They got junior teams down there. So you know, obviously at you some point they it's had to leave. All the goals because they just stopped. You know what? All the rinks in California are being closed. Yeah. I mean, Valencia is closed. Yeah. The Gulls arena. Um, ice, uh, Isoplex. Sorry, what you guys yeah. are talking about. Yeah, so, Whiskey Spice setting up for some content. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I know we're, we're talking <laughs> hockey uh, here. It's just content it's, inception. Content while we're producing content. And the Junior Kings are having a hard time right now. I mean, the cost to play hockey here in California, the kids can't play hockey yet. The cost of California hockey is like about, to play on a AAA team is about $30,000. It's crazy. That is so That's crazy. Much. I mean, it's so sad because when my kid and you were playing, you know, it was amazing. The league, it was expensive, but the yep. leagues were great. Well, even in, even the, you know, you know, I told every kid I've ever, you know, there's been so many kids I've helped go to college, probably mm -hmm. 35 kids, right? And, and, and several now to D1, and I got a couple kids that I've been really close with that are probably go to, could go to the show and probably will. And, you know, I, I, I've, you know, been there for them as an advisor and, and just to be there as a, as, as a guy that's come through hockey. And I'm telling you that, um, it's, it's sad to see what's going on because of COVID and these rinks are closed and they can't mm -hmm. afford to be open yeah. and teams are folding and, and parents are looking into other sports and um, it's, it's, it's really sad. Yeah. Um, no, I was looking I'm, at, um, I think Toronto released their like setup for parameters and they're basically doing like four on four and three on three. You can only have uh, so many yeah. players you can't no you contact. Mass too. No Some contact. Leagues, yeah, no contact. And then you got to stay stick length away. So there's no like basically you're just stick checking people. Oh, it's that's shinny. That's and uh, I mean, and someone like, goes, wait, we have to do this, but soccer is being played as normal. Yeah. And, and it's like they. Well, no, I'm not necessarily. I, my, my, but in, in Toronto, this oh, is in Toronto, they, yeah. This, this I saw hockey, a, yeah, this a here a, a, a guy thing, I know yeah. who's also been out of Boston. But um, he's a English guy. He's been out here. He came out here as a as a director of like some kind of director within a, in the AOSOP. Yeah. Um, or the uh, the governing body, or whatever. But he's out, and he's also got a whole thing uh, called the coaching manual with some other friends of his back home. But he's doing a bunch. But he was traveling all around doing seminars and coaching stuff. And he's, I mean, he's at some point he'll end up either working for FIFA or the Premier League or whatever. I mean, right, right. And, but he... Or just in the, but in right the now, Premier but Zoom League. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, uh, but no, it's it's been, it's, according to him, they used to have, they employed, they were employing about 70 people at yeah. the AYSO organization, mm -hmm. but now they're like 12. Oh, yeah. it's terrible. It's, it's terrible for yeah. kids. For, you know, because, I mean, I just see the change and I, I'm so happy that my kids grew up when they did because they're out of the house now and they're having kids, but I, I, I'm almost like 
so sad to even think about what those they're on the video games they're watching no you know they're watching like they like superheroes and like animation and they e like all that things. yeah you know esports yeah <laughs> but i mean it's like you know they're not out running around when i was a kid mm -hmm. we could go out i, I would You're leave still the out house. Yeah, i'm still out running around exactly <laughs> i don't even know where i'm at i'm still out you know but i mean i'm still trying to find my way home people so if anybody can like text me and let me know how to get back tell my wife I'm, I'm from china uh, from china back to Sherman Oaks, please tell me. <laughs> My God. Well, I mean, it just goes back to what I was talking about on the last one about that action park um, movie where it was like back then, like this was a theme park where it was basically being run by teenagers. Oh, yeah. And yeah. like they just, there was no rules, regulations, you know, basically yeah. all the rules and regulations you see now, it's like there's a reason behind every sign. Yeah. Well, these were the people that created those signs. It's like, I grew up in, you know, for the most part, I'd say in the 90s, I was 85, so I was only five for the, you know, five years. You were 85 in the 90s? No. Uh, I'm not your age. Not your age, Scope. But if you're still like Boomer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay, right. Boomer actually yeah. applies to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I grew up in the 90s where Gen X, Gen it was come with the streetlights on, yeah, leave same. a note, I yeah. went here. Yeah. There was no cell phones. There they were like a lot. You didn't have parents. I mean, they, they were they were all doing their thing. They were drinking martinis and scotch and exactly. smoking cigarettes nonstop, right? You know, you know? I mean, like my that. mom and dad would have a martini. I, I, I think I like martinis because my dad would come home and he wanted to have one drink well, you, when he got home and relax. You know, he was a workaholic. Well, there's no TV back then. We did have a... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got me. We had... I just saw the Titanic on a, on our, on a black and white TV. I hate mm -hmm. to say it. You know, and uh, we had the whole, it was funny, it was just like right out of a television series where you see the whole family around the TV right. watching the Titanic. Because you had one TV. You had one and TV. that was your mode well, of entertainment. But, but like what you just mentioned, I mean, you know, so it's funny because you drink, I mean, I love martinis too, but yeah. I didn't get that from my parents. I got that from later. But, well, they weren't serving but, it. But no, but it's funny, you know, but, but I realize it's funny because my dad, who, you know, he was... He was major dad. I mean, he was a career military officer. But he would come home, and he'd come home in his dress greens and everything. And you know, my mom would be making dinner, and he would come in, and he would he would pour a pour a scotch, pull out the, the bottle of Chevis, and he pour a scotch. He'd always have a scotch and water. That was like his thing. Um, so when we're at home during the week. He would have scotch and water. And he'd grab a jar of peanuts, and he'd have a handful. Yeah, of yeah, peanuts. my dad loved. Peanuts. He would he would, and then he'd go. He'd have a scotch water. He would just shoot the breeze, catch up with with my mom and us and everything and then he would go upstairs and he would change clothes or he'd pour usually at that point he'd pour like one more scotch and water and he'd go up and change clothes comes down dinner's ready and then after my mom you know usually he would he would we, we would clear the table my dad would go in and fold all the laundry right all the clean because clothes he was so but good that's at what it. he did yeah he loved it but yeah helping my mom i guess in some way um but on the weekend he wouldn't drink he would only drink scotch if he was going out for dinner, and he was usually ready before my mom, so he'd have another scotch and water. But otherwise, he wouldn't, because he would usually just have like a beer or two while he was doing the yard work and putzing around the house. And then if we went out oh, to dinner, there's a rabbit. Oh. There, there's coyotes and all kinds of things. Oh, cool. But um, deadly spider over there. That on spider your is like literally it's it's like that big. Wow. We'll, we'll let you know. I need a, top um, of your head. <laughs> but uh, but uh, the um, but he would but he would uh, but when we went out for dinner and we went to you know a nicer nicer place 
he would always just get a black label on meat. Nice. Or just a black label with like right. one ice. Yeah. And so he had you had a very particular drinking style yeah, like yeah. that. And and it was great. But it's funny because I I find that sometimes I like I would come home because to me when he would come home it was like, Oh, it's snack time because we'd always get peanuts or we'd get the cheese it's <laughs> or whatever. And so I do end up finding myself doing the same thing. One day I was like, God man, it's amazing how you become your parents. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing how you become your parents. Freddie didn't have parents around, so I don't know what he's like now. (laughs) He's a parent now, so maybe maybe he can set an example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he had a gap. It was at a gap year for him. I walked in today, and his daughter was drinking a martini. So (laughs) not even one years old. Oh no, not even one yet. She helps herself. If she can make it, she can have it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what? My dad would have the martini, and then uh, my mom would have the whiskey sour. And so my 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 oh, my sister got the uh, cherry, and then I got the olive. And ah. to this day, she drinks whiskey sours, and I drink martinis when I can. But I mean, scotch has become a priority. Are you a vodka later. or gin martini? I, I like them both. I love a good. I know how to. I Hendrix gin, my favorite. And then with a, I got a little sprayer with the vermouth, and then the olives. I got to put a little bit of juice in there. I always have. I like it, I like it dirty. I, yeah, I like it dirty. That's right. Dirty martini. And then, uh, honey, the remember that. Um, I'll be home at what time? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's she's going. You can even make find your way home. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, so it, it's yeah. You do you do you know, you do sort of become your parents in so many ways. I uh, think I, I think my humor definitely came from my dad. Um, he was, uh, you know, the funniest damn guy in the world, and and I would hear him and a guy by the name of Mickey Finn, who would supply all the flowers to the flower shop, and him and Mickey would be on the phone, and I am telling you, my dad and him would be crying laughing on the phone. And there would be days that I'd be with Mickey, and I had to say I was getting an order, and he'd have to call my dad, and the next thing you know, Mickey's dying of laughing, you know, so it's just, yeah, it's, yeah, it brings back great memories. I can't even imagine my dad's been dead like Forty-four years. That's crazy. Yeah, that's been dead five. Uh, yeah, and my mom's been dead for five now too. So it's like, yeah, our parents. Who's the parents? And your dad. I love your dad. I, I've known Freddie's dad for kicking it along. off. I, I know your mom, but not not yeah, as well as your dad. Right. But your dad's doing, always been at the games. And, and, yeah. He's retired-ish, I guess. He's school psychologist, so he's been doing like part-time gigs. Uh, he wanted to basically go down to like a four-day week, and his district wouldn't let him. So he says, okay, I'll retire. See you later. And then would go get contract work and make the same amount of money, if not more, when he wanted it. And then... That's, uh, that's, the, way of, that's the way of that generation. Did your dad drink? And not really, no. Oh. Really, they occasionally would have beer, occasionally would have some sort of you know glass of whiskey or something. Right. But rarely do it. Maybe uh, he likes a good pina colada. Yeah. Uh, but... <laughs> I guess all uh, peanut colladas are good. I, I guess. Or yeah, I, mean, I would I say mean, so. I, I, I've never matter. had a bad one. There's better uh, ones, but I've never had a bad one. Yeah, the first one's always good. <laughs> sort of like a little second one that starts sort of like to decline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like um, no, it's funny because he'll get hey, uh, a slice of pizza. Yeah, you can't get a bad. Uh, can't, yeah, can't get a bad. All pizza is good, right? Yeah, There's yeah, some that's good. really good. Right. Yeah. But it's funny because he's he's so busy doing his projects and things that he's like. Yeah, sometimes I just—he's not even looking for work because he's too busy. Oh, retire! I think retirement <laughs> yeah. is busy. 
for a while. I mean, I, I hope uh, I hope when I retire, I am busy. Yeah, I mean, he, uh, I mean, I want to be, be busy, busy on a, in my truck with my motorcycle <laughs> and getting it out of Dodge. Yeah, I called him the other day because I needed him to come over and watch Diana. Going, I had... hey, Stephen, you got your phone? Can you tell me how to get from here? <laughs> <laughs> I got the truck without the Wi-Fi. <laughs> but I, I called my dad the other day. I was like I was trying to get a hold of him to come over and just watch Diana. I had a couple calls I had to make. And uh, he calls me like three hours later. He's like, sorry, I was on the archery range. So he's wow. out doing archery. He made his own little home gym. He uh, makes his own arrows. He does leather work, uh, which is why, where it? I learned it yep. from. Where we, we made a wallet that's still sitting in my drawer. We Very available. Things. Yep. Uh, we, haven't done, we haven't done that on a... On a Podcast, no, right? I haven't. I haven't you done any showcased any of that. I, no. I will have to one day. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's uh, a beautiful wallet you made. I'll just be know. off on the side. I'll be in the background, just yeah. working on some leather. And by the time the episode's done, I'll have a wallet for one of you guys. Nice little uh, so biker wallet. He has the greatest chaps, leather chaps I've ever seen. Yeah, oh, covers everything <laughs> but the crotch. <laughs> uh, oh, look at these things. Right? Yeah, in on no, you? no, they don't. They, they no, like, like, about where they go. Jeez, unless they malfunction, you know. Yeah. The gardeners are like, the guys, you know, there's one thing about living on a golf course. Yeah. And they don't tell you this. The golf balls come flying. No, no, no. Actually, no, because the way this goes, I mean, you have to either really bomb your tee shot to get this house, or you really chunk your second shot. And so if me. you really chunk your second, you're going to have to, but I have a little collection of Pro V1s up here, so I don't know. I, I, I feel like I should either, I'd love to just get the air horn. But what we do see, it's funny because my wife, when we first moved in, I was going off to work with her. She was here working, and all of a sudden she hears this, God damn it, what the fuck, <laughs> fucking asshole. And she's like, what the hell? She goes, there's some guy on the court, all pissed, right? Yeah. So she's like laughing or whatever. And then the other thing we see too is like, you see the guys, literally, they go to the clubhouse, this is the first tees over here. So this is the first fairway of the, of the, of the there's two courses here. Yeah. So we're on the north course. There's a south course down there. But invariably, the guys tee off, they drive down, they come back up, and they park. They'll hit their second shot. From the, usually land, the, their tee shots will land out around here. And then invariably what you do is you see one of the guys running off into the trees on the other <laughs> side of here, and you know exactly what he's doing. Yeah. But that's what I told my wife. I mean, we need to have an air horn. Every time someone goes, it's just, and then that way, when the starter yeah. over there, we can just let the starter know that, you know. Yeah. Was it Mary Poppins oh, that they have like the captain ship next door to it or something? What movie was it? I don't remember now. Wow, we can edit that part. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's in Mary Poppins. The neighbor has like a crazy old neighbor, and they're up on the roof. I feel like oh yeah, just, yeah, 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 yeah. But I feel like you could put like an air horn up top yeah. there, and it's just remote controlled, so no one will know where it's coming from. You're just like. Or, or Steve, you can actually have a bullhorn and be walking back and forth on that, you know, above and like, hey, you, 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 your socks are shone. <laughs> oh, I would love to say, I want to put a lawn chair out there with like a couple flamingos and a little, like, you know, styrofoam cooler yeah. full of beer or whatever and just sit out there and heckle. But, I know, I, I, I do want to live here for a bit. But so, you know, speaking of, of this place, I mean, you know, just to digress and we change topics. A hundred times Nine so far. Times. Yeah. Yeah. But um, but Coda is an interesting place, isn't it? So, not that there's like, I guess this will be the true crime element of the of the 
podcast, even though I don't know that there's really a lot of crime. Mm-hmm. Oh, but it's it kind of an here. interesting thing. So this place, before it was a golf course, before this was a country place, they made that change. I don't know the year, but they made the change to that. But this place has been around since probably the 60s and the 70s. And this used to be, this is where, so in Kodo, is where they had um, Carlton Heston used to have the celebrity shoot. So it, it was, and, and, then, and that's where they used to, there's used to be shooting ranges up over this ridge over there. Oh, wow. Used to be. Used, used to be able to see, shoot skeet and trap, and they had a range and all kinds of stuff. And, but they used, used to do the celebrity shoot. So Crawford has a host, it was like on Channel 2 or whatever it was. And it was all these different celebrities, from like a Bruce Jenner to like whatever. And they would come out here for the celebrity shoot, and they would... Well, was that a Freudian flip of Bruce no, 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 Jenner no, 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 or, or whatever? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Bruce Jenner and other, and or, other celebrities. Or whatever, time, Bruce right? Jenner. At, no, no, I, I know where you're going, but that was not the case. He was Bruce. Got it, got it, got it. Anyway, he Catholic or whatever. But he, um, but they used to do, but they used to do these, (laughs) they used to do these celebrity shoots here, and that was on TV, um, and then they would benefit, they would, they would do these things to, uh, here, do you want some more? Yeah. They would benefit, water, but they would benefit the, um, watch that, yeah, they don't drink much, um, but they, uh, but they would benefit the Olympic, the U.S. Olympic shooting. There were oh. fundraisers for that and oh, stuff wow. like that. And they do all these like competitions, but they used to. Uh, but yeah, this used to be the, it, like I said, it's the hunt club. <laughs> but um, and then at one point, and they the, the, the U.S. Olympic women's volleyball team was headquartered here huh. uh, for some period of time. It actually, it's in uh, Irvine now. Yeah, I think on Baker yeah. or Lake. It used to be, huh. but um, all kinds of fun stuff that was going on here at the time. I mean, I, I now, do. You have to pay a uh, an association type fee for the things to be cleaned and everything, like a like a condo would have, or because uh, you're on a private. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a homeowners association. There is yeah. a homeowners association. Yeah, I mean, it's just landscaping. Really. Oh right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they have somebody that works on the landscaping that works on all of the landscaping mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Yeah. And you have your individual garden. Interesting. Okay. And then um, the. Uh, and then you then you pay like we're, we're members of the, the, the we don't golf I don't golf anymore I quit golf to ride motorcycles anymore but um, good good move yes definitely. best move ever um, but uh, we belong to the social membership or whatever so we can use the gym and then eat in the restaurant and all that other stuff and then they've uh, got um, but they just opened up a, uh, a little tapas bar and a uh, and a whiskey tapas. Topless. Topless. Yeah. Topless. <laughs> yeah, we, topless. We, we did that joke like two hours ago. Three hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I said topless. Yeah, yeah. I didn't say topless. So a uh, topless. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, so but that's that's how I I haven't checked that out yet, but I'm gonna go and see what they've got. But they're they're pouring the uh, the Woodford. Yeah. Uh-huh. Woodford been jewel yeah, it's Kentucky Derby. Yes. Uh, is it this weekend? Yeah. Oh my god. When I uh, when I picked up the old Forester Hans. Uh, oh uh, my god. So talk about out. sports. I mean there there oh. you go. That's the sporting event of the weekend. Oh my god. So I've seen like a funny meme about you know, instead of all the ladies wearing the hats, they yeah. get all the big decorative masks now. Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> that's, no, no, no. 
I've been to the Kentucky Derby five times. I have not been. Have you ever? No. no. So we I lived in Chicago, there, of course, and Kentucky wasn't too far. And queuing and, and topic 10. Yeah, yeah, queuing topic 10, Kentucky <laughs> Derby. It's been four um, minutes. Yeah, yeah. So I want, um, we would go with my buddy, Dougie Olson, who, and, who introduced me, one of the guys introduced me, my wife, uh, Judy, and uh, and uh, his aunt uh, lived in. Uh, he introduced me to your wife, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ba -dum -boom. And then, uh, yeah, so he, we would have about 18 of us that would show up, mm -hmm. and we would have all these big, like, Oldsmobile and Caddies. You know, the parents, that's what they drove when we were younger. They, and so we would go up, and we'd take soap, and we'd put the derby wedge across the derby on one side, the wedge on the back window, and the derby on the other side. And so, and it would be, like, five to each car, and we would do this entire, you know, deal to there. And, I don't even know how we I'm got away with I'm not following on the Derby Wedge. Yeah, I don't know why it was a Derby Wedge, but um, I don't have any. I'd have to, Dougie, I'd give a you a call. Yeah, I don't know what it was. Maybe you got a wedgie. I don't know. But we wound up staying at the Ann's house, and they literally, there was 18 kids there. So nobody, it was so hot and sweaty, we went in the infield. We didn't go into the fancy area. The infield's got a million fucking people in the middle of it, and there's like huge, you know, uh, campers and people are sitting up on top and there's just people are getting nuts and drinking mint juleps mm -hmm. and uh, so we would stay at the the M's house and next thing you know we got like people are washing their armpits in the pool they had a beautiful pool everybody's just shampoo and diving in the pool and and the aunt was the coolest aunt in the world she was like I just love having you boys come out here to Kentucky and we'd go to these damn races I'm telling you what that was probably one of the best times in my life it is one of the coolest things to go to when you see that when they said there's a know, pageantry with it that, oh yeah, my god the women the yeah. men i mean you know you we were kids we we're like in our 20s young 19 20 21 whatever and we're going there and having just a blast and then uh you know but the the, the guy like our ages now we would be dressed in a nine so you know oh yeah so um yeah yeah <laughs> steve's yeah. $80 glass from it's, Yellowstone, yeah, exactly. you know, yeah. given to him by... I no, actually, it's, it's a Ralph Lauren. We covered this last time. Oh, it's a Ralph Lauren, Lauren grass. You okay. can't find this anymore. He, I said grass. I meant glass. Yeah, yeah Ralph Lauren just, grass. Just, yeah, he, don't trust He him. computes, and then, like, whatever comes out just vanishes. <laughs> so he doesn't remember. We, we could just do one episode like, like and the, just do it over and yeah, again. Yeah, like, and yeah, I like, so anyway, Steve. Oh, shit. Now, can I get another That's glass? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the Where's Derby's that PA? Great. God damn it. The yeah. Derby's great. And then, have you guys ever been to the Indy 500? Nope. Oh, been there seven, eight times. And, the Isle of Man. Uh, I have not been to the Isle of Man. You got to, yeah. It's for, for our, but the Indy 500 sounds like a beat. I was, on, I was working with a driver, Dale Coyne at the time, and Dominic Dobson. I got them both some sponsorships. And, um, I, 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 I almost, I was in auto racing for two years doing PR and, and, and doing all the marketing for them. And it was the greatest time of my life. And I was involved in the back end side of when I, when I, I did that for free and I was on the back end side for sponsorships. And I did a couple small little things, but I got Penthouse to do the front nose of, uh, on a trade for magazine space. Shocking. Yeah. And then I got another magazine, Metro magazine to trade off two, two pages and, uh, for Dale and, uh, I was on, I was literally on the racetrack when uh, the lady that, there was this little old lady about 80 something years old that owned the track still through the family and she would go, 
ladies and gentlemen, start your engines. And I mean, you had 32 cars starting up their engines. And I am telling you, the roar from the crowd threw the hair straight up on my back everywhere. It was just, I never experienced anything in my entire life like that, other than maybe going to a King's seventh game Stanley Cup playoff. Oh, let's see that card. Yeah, I doubt that. Yeah, I, 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 well, I don't have it. You know. What do you mean? It's it's just like mine. It started on the top and it went down the back. I didn't lose my hair. I didn't lose my hair. I just redistributed I, my hair. Exactly what I did. Now, going into Chapter 17 here tonight, <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about the Island of Man. You know, we both ride motorcycles, and we're both in a group's uh, 59 club, uh, mm -hmm. originated out of uh, London. and. And the yeah. Brit Iron Rebels. And the Brit Iron Rebels and another group and uh, great guys. Everybody's. Uh... Have you had? Have you had Ricky on? Huh? No, I haven't. And you know, he's he had Ricky on, but he's had a little Ricky. <laughs> yeah. No, I need to get Ricky on. I mean, Ricky, I rode with him just recently. Uh, Ricky, uh, uh, what's his nickname? Ricky Rocket. Ricky Rocket, and he's yeah, with Poison. The Red Rocket. He's a drummer. Yeah, the Red Rocket. Yeah. But he oh, no is. Way. Yeah, yeah. Poison That's drummer. Right. He started the BIR. And I mean, Ricky, thank God he had cancer in the throat too, and he's fine. And uh, we had a great time riding just about a month ago. And uh, he's, he's producing a lot of content. He's right? producing a lot of content. He invited me out to he's the got house. We definitely got there, him. Yeah. yeah, so we need to get Ricky. I could give Ricky a call. Yeah. And, you know, uh, maybe even you come out to my house and stay tonight one time, and then we'll go I'll book to a Ricky's. Flight. You know, yeah. <laughs> but right. you know, you, you, From you gotta, China. You got to do. Ricky, you need, to, yeah. you, need to, you need to bring in the motorcycles, you need to bring yeah. in the drums, you need to bring in it all. Right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But, um, but no, Isle of Man. So, so tell the people, for, uh, people that don't so know. So people that don't know. I mean, it's been, it's been going on for yeah, a hundred years. I, mean, I have no idea what you guys are talking oh about. Oh, my God. Oh, the Isle of Man. So, so the Isle of Man is, is um, the Isle of Man is its own country. People always think it's part of the UK, but it's not. Ireland. It's, it's not Ireland? Yeah. Is it Ireland? No. It's no, its, it's own country. Wow. And part of the reason it's its own country, well, it's because A, they, they don't want to be part of the Commonwealth, right? They don't want to, they don't, you know, but they, they, they share a lot back and forth between the countries. But is it part island? of it is because it's an island. Okay. It's in between, it's in between basically Dublin and Liverpool. Okay. Um, but, uh, you know, road race, 37 miles. The, 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 oh. Basically the, the. Beautiful. But the, the length of the island is about 40 miles. Um, it's about 18 miles wide, 40 miles long or whatever. But they have two races out of the year. So they do, in June is when they do the big boy super bikes. Like the yeah, really, I mean, the crazy, the guys are hitting 260 and stuff. And I mean, it's just. And it's you go like, through a town. Legit, it is, it is literally a town. Term. Well, that's partly why they don't want to be part of the Commonwealth because they would literally make them give up. And part of the EU, they'd make them give up that race. They're like, right. no. Yeah. I mean, guys I mean, have gone straight into a wall at 200 miles. An they've hour. gone off the side and of a cliff. Yeah, and through the next you wall. Can't, you can't. You go, just keep going. You can't get, go through those walls. Yeah, you, you. They're just solid stone. They're they're Hadrian's walls. I mean, they're this thick. Yeah. And, and I mean, grass grass at least two So it's like a bug on a windshield. Yeah. Basically, it's just you stuck. But There's the thing, and they put these pads up that aren't going to do it. <laughs> but I think it's really more like a course marker, right? Yeah. yeah. But the thing is that I, I, so I prepped for this. I, I decided to go, and I went in the, for August. And in August, they do, they have the TT, so it's the tourist trophy. So the Alaman TT is what you hear, or the TT races. But I, you hear the, so in August, they do, it's the Festival of Motorcycles. 
there's kind of two things that go on and it's over the course of like a couple of weeks maybe three with a practice week and whatever but you've got or a month rather but you uh you've got a um you've got the island man race and then that's one week and then the week after is the the manx grand prix which is another race so most people leave after the Isle of Man, but the Manx is pretty cool too. Yeah, it's yeah, all yeah. the same course and everything. But it's um, but in in August they do it's the Festival of Motorcycling, so it's the yeah. it's, it's the TT this year. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It's the TT Classic, and so Classic it's older bikes, and some some of the more senior riders that aren't doing the other one. But you've got a lot of people that will drop down and ride their classic motorcycles or older motorcycles within this so you're not going to go as fast you might be hitting speeds of you know 180 to 200 in some of the straights not like the bigger bikes but it's uh just as exciting it's a bigger crowd they open up the course you can ride so they, they race from usually practice and stuff is around or the pre the, the warm-up rides start around 10 a.m and they race until about six so but in between that um, or sometimes like three and then they'll take a break and one of them have a practice later on the night But you can ride the course throughout So we check it out T tonight, you know, or tomorrow when you you yeah. know when you're sitting on your computer anybody else you got like you got like 18 minutes You can get yourself what's behind the like country called? It's the Isle of Man. Isle of Man. Isle of Man. Isle, 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 Isle. Isle, Isle of Man. Isle of Man. Isle of Man. Cool. But uh, so that the, the actually the country what does it what does it do right I mean that's the big race but they uh, they're from an industry perspective they handle a lot of they do a lot of um, fiber optic work and telecom kind of stuff they produce huh. a lot of things hmm. and then they also do a lot of the uh, they also do a lot of stuff to support um, kind of online betting huh. so that's another big the, industry there yeah. but you got to get over there but, on the ferry um, right so. We flew from Liverpool, it's like a 25 minute flight. You just drop right in. Oh, okay. we, we got off the plane, we walked like 15 minutes. We ended up at Jason Griffith's Motorcycles, which is a great shop. Jason Griffith's is sort of the, uh, he's one of the, he's, he's a racer. He raced, he, he was on the podium 14 times with never a win. Oh my But uh, God. he has this great motorcycle shop. He does a bunch of stuff with Metzler tires and all that. Nicest guy got, in the I world. I just got Metzler's oh, today. Um, but uh, he's nicest guy. He completely hooked us up with bikes. We got off the plane. We picked up the bikes. We were on the course, riding the course, and so oh. like within fifth, like within literally an hour of getting off the plane. That's cool. Um, nice. Stay there for five days, and uh, there's just people from all over, just all converge. If you're on the, if you take the ferry from Liverpool, it's about three to four hours, oh. and you only want to do it if you have a bike. Cause when if you if you get on the ferry and you don't have a motorcycle when you dock you, look and you like get there, everyone is freaking getting on their motorcycle and taking off, yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. I'd be in the back. Try to hail Q a freaking cab, right? Um, so it was better for us. It worked out to fly in and then pick up bikes there. Um, if if I had a bike in England, I would have we would have gone to Liverpool and done the ferry. Thing. But um, did you did um, but there are people that are shipping their bikes from them everywhere, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean well, for racing, racing for especially. racing, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. you can go through the paddock, and the, and all the people in the paddock are so cool. I mean, yeah. and what you got, so you got the bigger teams, right, and the sponsored guys yeah. from, you know, from Honda and, yeah. and all that and stuff. And but then you see all the, the privateers, as they call them. Yeah. And you know, these are these are the family racing groups, right? These are the people that just 
work all year and they have other jobs and they pour all their money into getting the bikes and the parts and setting their racing program up. Yeah. Um, and, you know, those guys do pretty well. You know, they, they're not winning, but they're, they're in the top ten. And they're competing, and and they have a lot. They get a lot of respect from, from sure. either a the locals. Or, but what's cool too is that you've got all the locals are marshals on the course. So there's not a single part of the whole course that is not seen by anyone. Wow. So there's marshals all around. So and you can't wind the racing is going. You can't even if you want. You cannot even put a foot on the oh, course. Oh no way! Or no you way. will get even if they're not racing. Even if it's right. halted. Um, they will pull you off, they will throw you in jail, and give you a big-ass fine. Wow. Um, well, it's safety-wise. Yeah. yeah. You can never, I mean... It's probably more the safety of the, well, the it's, riders it's, than yeah. it's the people. Well, even, like, it was like, so, so, so they had, like, um, when we were there, um, one rider had a, a, an oil leak, and, you know, he, he went around, and they had to stop. And they got to go and clean the oh. entire course, right? And that takes oh. two hours, right? You got to clean the whole thing. It's street sweepers. So everybody is it one comes out. rider at a time? No, no. They no, usually have a no. seven or eight second okay. in between. In between. But, but okay. they, it's time trial, really. Right? Okay. But you're racing. I mean, you're catching the guy. For sure. Yeah. But the but the thing is, is that they have to clean the whole course, and then and then they were all pissed because his bike they he they didn't move his starting position to the back. So all the all the riders that were a lot of them were all in protest. They all said, "Forget this." They went back to their went back to their the paddock, and they all changed into their black into their black leathers for like the oil as their protest for the oil uh. thing or whatever. It was kind of an it was kind of a cool thing, but you know, I mean, either way, call it whatever you want. I mean, the guy he didn't lose his, his position in the in the, yeah, in the yeah. start, but um, but they have a. Uh, um, well, like there was, like, well know, there was one guy like oh, in the morning and they were going to start so you get so you get up early you have breakfast in the hotel then you get on the course and you go to where you want to be that right day. and the, the, the we, we hustled we got to the where we wanted to be the racing was delayed because somebody because it's it's because after the racing is over and before it's just a regular town I mean people have business to do and they yep. people yep. drive around there's yep. delivery trucks yep. there's all kinds of stuff well someone did not move their car oh so they're like, okay, they, you know, they try to find it. They try to find the owner. Couldn't find the owner. So then they got to tow it. Right Ernest. Oh, is that what you're trying? Yeah. yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Then, then they got to tow it. And that takes time. Oh, my God. And it's just, yeah. you know, but, but it's, uh, but it is, but then on the Sunday, they don't race. But they have what they, they have the, um, you go out to, to this little town called Jerby. And at Jerby, they've got. I've never seen more motorcycles in one place. And they have a little track out there where you got these like old, old guys yeah. on these like old cafe racer bikes. Yeah. They're just racing just as the race. And you get a lot of the riders will go and race these like really old vintage oh, race bikes. Yeah. But it's it's awesome. But just even in the park where everyone's parking, it that was the only place I'd ever been where I'd seen so many motorcycles. I mean, you just went to Sturgis, where it's all Harleys. Yeah. This, Harleys are not the norm, right? I mean, there's like, there's no. like, there's like maybe one in 10 bikes yeah. is a Harley. Yeah. And yeah. it was just, but to see all these like Nortons and Velocets and Vincents, and uh, we, me and my buddy were talking to these two old guys. Between the two of them, they have, these, they have nine, nine or 10 
Vincent and Bella said motorcycles. I think it was motorcycles a hundred grand or more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eighty to hundred, you know, sixty thousand, eighty thousand, whatever. And they don't sell them. No. You just get them and they work on them. That's like Mardo. And then they drive around on. Them. I mean, we got a guy in our group. I just went to Montana, and Mardo has over a hundred motorcycles, and he's got three of them that are worth a hundred grand each. Jesus. Yeah, and I mean, he's got bikes everywhere on the property. He's got a separate house on his property. It's a museum. Well, that's one of my BSA came from. Him. Oh, it did? It didn't come from Mordo. It right. was a guy that Mordo, there was a family, I guess, and more Mordo got some bikes, but but, but Jeff said, like, Pepe. Yeah. He he wanted to get this Norton P11, which is like this tracker trail bike kind of thing. Yep. In order to get that, he had to buy two other bikes. <laughs> because his family, the, the estate was selling all these bikes. Wow. So wow. I ended up, so he got this BSA like five or six years ago. It's like fifth in his line of bikes to to uh, restore. And his wife, he's got 13 bikes, and his wife has said, you need to be at six bikes. Yeah, I had four. And the sixth six six one is mine, and one of those is mine. <laughs> so, so so he's like, oh, he's supposed to sell bikes, right? And right. he hasn't been really fulfilling his obligation. So she was very happy that I was taking this thing off of him. <laughs> so I took this, and now I'm going to, now I'm going to, I'm going to. I'm going to. Pepe's wife, Sandra. Yeah. Yeah, great lady. Great lady. Um, but I'm gonna, I'm going like to, um, but I'm going to race the hell out of this thing. Oh, and when are you racing? Gonna, I'm going to race it in the American Retrocross. When's that? Well, Jesus. right now there's they're trying to work on the bike. Hopefully it'll be ready for like October. Nice. Where's the retro race? Glen Helen. Wow, Glen Helen. That's a American great, Retrocross. That is a fantastic. Like, for those of you who don't ride motorcycles, I will tell you that you know. You know, we lost about half our audience. Just I know. But <laughs> <laughs> well, we could chop this up. So we have three people watching. Yeah, <laughs> we got three people. And I hope they're motorcyclists because uh, if you're uh, if you're in the cafe races, you can't get much better than a, a Norton or a Triumph or a... Or, or the Isle of Man. Yeah, and go down to the Isle of Man. And, I'm t you know, it's just great. But it's so different than going to... Uh, if you're into hockey like you and I have been for years, we go yeah. to a... You know, we go to a, like you go to Nashville, and then there's a hockey game. So you yeah. you want to see what Nashville, how they support hockey now? They're sure. all wearing cowboy hats, and it's just amazing. And then, you know, I just I went to a game in Minneapolis, and that was just a it, that was like the difference in prices and tickets was crazy yeah. you know, compared to. So LA. I grew up in I was born in North Dakota. I grew up as my first few years were in Minnesota, but when my dad, my mom, um, they used to go before I was really born. They would covered that. Um, <laughs> They would uh, they would go and watch the the um, who's it Minnesota North Stars North Stars not the right. North Stars no but there was a farm like a college Beavers oh the uh, Gophers 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 they would go to the they my dad college would go, games they would go college. watch the college Gophers and they would sit in this like literally like this tin hut yeah of where they played in this rink yeah and they're freezing on these like cold steel. <laughs> bleachers yeah but now you go to up. a gopher game and they got over uh, yeah. the, the entire they got a twenty thousand. The, the high school hockey in minnesota in minnesota Huge. is amazing they got like twenty thousand fans watching the minnesota hockey high school uh, high school yeah. championship yeah, that, that's how big yeah. the, the final eight yeah. a friend amazing. of mine i used to work with he um he grew up in minneapolis he played peewee and junior hockey with like seven of the 1980 olympic team well, there's crazy. there's a couple. And he, know, he knows all. He knows all those guys. There's two teams cool. in, I believe it's in Minneapolis. There's mm -hmm. two teams outside in Minnesota. 
And nice circle back on the hockey, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's two teams. So back to hockey. <laughs> yeah, back to hockey, everyone. If you can't, if you can't keep up with us, we'll go fuck yourself. <laughs> and now we're down to two fans. Yeah. Your wife and mine. My wife said enough hockey that lasts a lifetime. My poor wife was dragged to every hockey rink in the world, you know, and yep. her kids were dragged there. And, you know, we were, the other day my kid even got these uh, little hockey sticks that we grew up with, you know, like the, you get as little souvenirs yep. at the games. And what did those hockey sticks become? The hallway hockey sticks for when the kids were all yep. staying in the hall in the hotels. Yep. The mini parents, sticks. the mini sticks, the parents are drinking in the bar, having a ball, <laughs> and the kids are tearing up the fucking Then uh, when you get home, hallways. they become the beaters, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they become the beaters. My, uh, so my wife and I, every time we go to a new stadium, we get a puck. So we've gone to a handful of stadiums. We went to, obviously, uh, we haven't caught a puck, but she was given a practice puck from uh, one of the employees that was there one time. But um, I caught a, my son caught a puck. Nice, Michael. And well, it went off some guy's poor head. We had to go to the hospital, and then it fell down on the ground, and my kid took it and then gave it to me. And it was a pretty, it was a pretty, like, it was a good dad's moment, you know, like, you know, he. Gives me the uh, puck, and I was like, "Oh, thanks, Michael." Yeah. You know, and uh, yeah, I actually was at a game, and I had a puck hit my the bill of my hat and hit the guy next to me in the head, and he had to be taken to the hospital. Yeah, so my so don't go to a game with you is what you're saying. Yeah, but, well, my <laughs> dad, target. When we go. when we moved here, <coughs> my dad's second career was working for Canon, and uh, so he was he used to be the the liaison guy for the bus family. Oh, sure. So Basketball. Well, yeah. Now we're going into the basketball, form. chapter no, 18. No, no, no. We're staying in hockey. No, no, no. Oh, but hockey. it was a form. So yeah. it was a form. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, the yeah, Kings yeah. Right. We're back form. to hockey, ladies before, and gentlemen. Before Staples Center. <laughs> Stick with us. We used yeah. to, So all of that. So we, and this was before they ever had the luxury box or the right. suites or all, you know, the, the VIP seating and the premier. Yeah. Um, I mean, Staples is cool. I, I did bring my dad to a... Yeah, VIP thing for example, but but the forum and I remember going there. Like, we went to almost every event, whether it was tennis, we went to volleyball a couple times. We went to, we didn't really go to a lot of late because those tickets were always hard to come by. Right. My dad got all the hockey tickets he wanted, yeah. but um, we would go and I, I met a lot of those old players, um, uh, and uh, it was just it was great, but. Um, he, uh, but just going there, I mean, my dad loved hockey. Always had hockey. Well, all my, the time. When I went to the, my son was. And he was, well, he was from, he was from, he was born in Camden, Maine, and then grew up in New Hampshire. So yeah, yeah, that's he's high, all, that's, that's all hockey. That's like pond hockey yeah. all the way. The minute yeah. you woke up in the morning, you just put on your, put skates, your skates and you went out in the pond and you played hockey for 10 hours, you know? I mean, my, my, um, we, I went to Detroit. My son was trying on uh, for a Triple A team, Compuware. Yeah. Unfortunately, our, we missed. It was spring break. We missed our flight. We had to get there. There were three flights to get there, and we got there. And he got on. We got there like at the rink, right at when they were jumping on the ice at three. He went on, and he didn't get to warm up. He didn't get to do anything in the first shift. He got hit, and he broke his shoulder. Oh. After all that traveling and everything, and so we were just like, it, it dislocated. He didn't break it. But you know, okay. hospital cat. Yeah. I mean, yeah. hospital sling the whole bit. Yeah. And then we, my buddy uh, Mike Butters, who I smoke cigars with in, in L.A. And Mike played for the Detroit Red Wings, and uh, he invited us. Uh, he had a Red Wings um, 
not retirement, but yeah, retired. They were Red Wings. What would they be? They're retired Red Wings. So we went to this uh, charity event at the uh, at the Red Wings uh, Stadium. Alumni. Alumni. Thank you. And uh, we went there, and uh, so we get to go into a room where all the players are, yeah. former players. And there's this guy with long hair, and I go, I go, Stephen. The mullet. Yeah, yeah. No, really, he still has the long mullet. hair, and he's like missing teeth, and he looks like he's like, you know, been an Amazing. alcoholic forever. But you know. It was Ronnie Duguay. Remember Ronnie Duguay? I don't know. So Ronnie Duguay was like the guy with the Rangers that had the long flowing hair that didn't wear a helmet back in the day. Oh, when the I players, heard. You know, I, I Ronnie Duguay. And so and he's like, Dad, who the, who the hell is that? I go, that's Ronnie Duguay. He was a great, I mean, that guy had more girls than anybody I've probably known, you know. But uh, uh, he was a, a stud. And he was in the New York, you know, scene and went to the Studio 54 and, you know, all that. So it was... Uh, he got his autograph for, for me, basically, nice. and uh, it was a great time, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, hockey is so different now. I mean, I, I just remember going and watching the Kings games and, and seeing, you know, there was always the enforcer. I mean, they still have the enforcer guy that's on the ice. Right. It's just different. It's just different now it's than it used all, to be. It's skill. It's a skill game, yeah. which is it's exciting. It's finesse and skill, right? Which is I exciting I mean, watching Flory skate and watching, you know, Gretzky. I mean, I've seen, like, Gretzky so many He wasn't times. even a good skater. He was just yeah. a good mental. He, just, he, he just knew where to be. But watching, but watching hockey then is way different oh than my God. it is now. And, you and know? the stadiums and I think are different. That, I think now I mean, the games are built faster. The it's game's just, so fast now. It's insanely fast. And, and what, like, McDavid a, uh, is, uh, yeah. McDavid is, they say he might be faster with the puck than without the puck, oh, which, is, I, which is insane because usually, you know, just all you have to worry about is skating. Well, this guy can be faster oh, when he's skating. You want to jump on the Balvini here? Yeah, I'll take a... a the Balvini. Take a finger. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's a little warm. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. You got some ice there. Though. Yeah, cool, cool it off. But uh, I mean, I, I remember, like, I still think Honda Center is a great spot because it was it was built in that time when they still put luxury boxes in. Yeah. But if you're in the lower level, there's only like 14, 15 rows. Wow. Whereas like now the lower levels are like 30 rows. Yeah. And, and then, then you if you go Loge. to Staples Center, yeah, then you go Loge, then, then, then you go Suites. So if then you're you in go, the up, yeah, well, then yeah. premier seating, yeah, which so you get all the good right. Carvery. Yeah, yeah. And so, and that's more about. <laughs> they didn't the have food. Carvery when I was. Yeah, that's good. like about the food and yeah. the club and mm -hmm. like, oh, I want to see a few games. And then you get the upper level, and you're way the fuck up there. Whereas like, yeah, in Honda Center, the upper level well, is going high. To, but going to a Ducks game versus today. Yeah. Going to a Ducks game. Versus going to like a Kings game is like a world apart. Oh, for it's sure. It's like if you were just try to go from like a Lakers game here and then go and see like the Detroit Pistons. Sure. I've only, been, imagine to one, one, I've only been to one Ducks game in their stadium. It's it a is, beautiful stadium. Well, it, it's it's nice, but the thing it's is, it's like just being so, in the cause or where it, the fuck you are. It's just like it's like yeah. it's so <laughs> China. It's so <laughs> it's it is like, so it's all family. It's all nice. Yeah. Everyone's yeah, all yeah, yeah, polite. But yeah, go to a Kings game. It's a little more. It's a little more gritty. Get a little bit harder crowd. I, my point was more the stadium viewing. Yeah. Like no matter where you are, you feel closer to the ice than if you go to Staples Center. If lower level, yeah. you could have the worst seat in the lower level at Honda Center, and you're like halfway at most oh, places. No, exactly. We my my son and I went to um, we went to we used to go to the PBR when it was there. All yeah. The professional bull riding. Oh. 
Which but we ended I up, want to go to we, that. We got oh, that's that is a it's great because of Yellowstone. I'm like <laughs> that is become a, a cowboy. I'm telling you, that that's is my a, next that is a chapter, great, ladies and gentlemen. That is a great. That's a great <laughs> afternoon. I never, oh, I, I never actually um, went to it. They got one in Vegas this weekend. So much. In November is when they did do like they all go up to in November is the world championship. Where's that at? It's in Vegas. Oh, we gotta it's go. It's the best. I've never no, gone on let's to do it, that. but I would always go. be in Vegas, the stadium definitely. when they had it going on. I'd like peek over and be like, "Oh, that's yeah." And you're that's like, crazy. "But we we, had, we ended up with these seats." And I, the thing I don't, I didn't like because we had like, on at, at, unlike the Staples Center, chapter Honda nineteen Center, you've got, by the you've effect. got all these. Well, you've got these <laughs> like partitions <laughs> up like near like the, right. the end of each row. Yeah. So you've got this plexiglass you're watching through, yeah. and you got a freaking bar that runs. It's just sucked we were so upset yeah and i was like this is horrible where was it at this at was honda. at the honda center so staples we, centers in la but we told you fall off you die that's on you but i went and i Jesus. talked to i went and i talked to the ticket booth i'm like yeah. we're really unhappy this is yeah. not good my son and i we're, like, we're literally like looking at a freaking pole yeah and um more of these, by the way. no no what? That's all the way. You know how far a walk that is. I'll go get it. You're gonna have to go back to China to get that's it. That's like that's like literally. It's like 300 yards that. Uh, this is so good. I mean, but, um, how, many, how many more hours do you want anyway, to do? But no. But <laughs> what, they, what they just so they so, so so I can finish my Nine? so I can finish my story. Okay, go ahead. Steven we just like made we just, we're talking about so going back to the viewing at yes. the Honda Center. I went. I asked. I said, Hey, do we, is there a way we can get different seats? No problem. You know what? Here, wait right here. Five minutes later, this guy comes out. He takes my son and I down. We're down, like, literally on, like, the... We're on the dirt of the of where the ride. Wow. And we saw everything. Is that what you through, got hit by met the, the ride? <laughs> we met, met a couple of the riders. I mean, oh, my, it was great. funny. My son, like, knew all the... He was following it online, and he knew all the riders. He knew all the bulls. His favorite bull was chicken on a chain. Manu. No, chicken on a chain. Oh, chicken on a chain. Chicken on a chain. Best freaking bull ever, man. I swear. Man, that Big white thing. Crazy. And it was like, yeah. I mean, it is, it is, those guys are serious athletes and they can, they can take a hit. They can the toughest. Hit. Way. Half of them wind They're up tough. in the hospital with broken backs and necks. And then they come back out and do it again. That's the toughest freaking guys I ever. I know. I, know. So I live in uh, Phoenix up in Cave Creek. They on like mm-hmm. Friday nights they had like amateur bull riding. You oh my sign God. up and do it. <laughs> my mom, yeah, yeah my, well, my, my mom lived yeah. my mom had a house where my aunt lives in Casa Grande, just outside in uh, yeah. in Arizona. Yeah. And I remember she lived in the, this little houses that they bought to go out and hang out there for whatever and come back home. It was across from this um uh this bar called the Galloping Goose, <laughs> and I kept and I and it's like a full-on motorcycle bar, except oh, yeah. they also it's all country western. They have and they do like they do the amateur rodeos. They have a rodeo out there, and they do all like the little kids on like the mutton busting or whatever. So they're all riding the sheep. And they got their flak jackets on, their helmet, and they're all this thing and just bouncing around. <laughs> they were helmets awesome. now. Right. The, the they were hockey helmets. Oh, they were the kids. kids. They, they oh were my kids. God. But then they have, that was going on. But then so, they have, then they have like other amateurs. What are the kids riding? Mini bulls? Sheep. Oh, no, sheep. sheep. Oh, sheep. Okay. They're all these sheep. They're on the, they're all they got their jacket, they got their flak oh, jacket on, so and they got things. It's awesome. There's a lot but, of motorcycle activity out in Arizona. I know. Oh, like yeah. I, I was living in downtown. I would. It's all related. Man. I would see, see easily viewing. Yeah. Bull riding. I would easily see. Well, it's all. It's it's men, men, men. 
Yeah. It's being Real tough. Bad. What are we doing? A Trey Vince, 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 I would Locky also see like else. a Hell's Angel or a Mongol biker once a month, like yeah, just just being. But like, I, well, you want to see that? I mean, Cooks is just literally like well, yeah, four miles out. But like, imagine Cooks, but being like surround yeah. all several Cooks surrounding yeah. the area. Oh yeah, no, is, no doubt is the area. And I mean, I know Scoff and I uh, we talked about it a long time ago on the podcast. The uh, No Angel. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. About no, the the undercover Hell's Angel. Oh, it's such a and good book. And that all took place in, in uh, Mesa and uh, Northern Arizona. Have you ever read No Angels? One of the best books you'll ever read. It was a great read. It was basically oh. undercover uh, cop. I mean, I've seen a lot of the. the I mean, I've seen yeah. the, the YouTube things or the or the. Um, uh, there was a show. I forget the name of the show now. Sons of Anarchy. No, 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 no. No, it was like a documentary thing on like the History Channel or okay, whatever. Sure. But um, they they talked about the guy who went undercover with yeah. the Mongols and talked about yeah, you know all that. But but it, uh, it was a great book. Like just the things they had to do to like save face and show, be like, oh yeah, we're legit and all that. And like, that must be the most stressful. Yeah, job. We, we don't do that. I I know that. <laughs> well, I've been undercover when I was a policeman. Well, yeah. But, I know, know that too, and I know you ride with Hell's Angels. I have ridden with Hell's Angels. I go on the toy run. I go on the toy run, and I, I it, they have a toy run. That I sounds know. pretty safe for it's Christmas, Christmas, and you got to bring a toy. And so, they're not and, out and, there to like hide up in with trouble. Lucky. And it, yeah, and Lucky, the guy's <laughs> name is no Tiny. Tiny. Tiny is like seven and you, years and old. And you freaking open your envelope ahead of time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I open my envelope ahead of time, <laughs> and, and the next pissed. thing you know, tell me if you've heard the story before. Yeah, yeah. Tiny, go back to episode twenty in our last podcast three years ago, and you'll hear it. But Tiny's like, what the hell are you doing? Go things out with Hell's Angels. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that was great. And of course, where did they stop? Strip joints. You had to go to, to get a next punch you, on your you envelope. You had, had to, to. Yeah, yeah, you had to. You started yeah. a strip joint and you ended at the hell's. You went to five strip joints in the area, and they were all ready for us. They were the shittiest strip joints ever. And then you know, and then Should we left. We edit that out. To... Yeah, yeah. Oh, Judy, <laughs> I never went to a strip joint ever. But. <laughs> Yeah, what are the strippers doing now in Vegas and anywhere? Drive-through. Well, the drive-through. 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 Oh my God! Chapter nineteen. We're on strippers now. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna do like you're gonna you're gonna scope Scope. it out and We've you're gonna go and you're gonna do like the little. Now. <laughs> you're gonna do like the little. Have you round. been held back? Chapter I was. nineteen. I didn't First comprehend. Grade. Chapter nineteen. You know we could do a whole we could do a whole other episode yeah, on flip. Scope wanting to buy a truck. Oh, that's like a whole other thing. I'm like, I, know, right. I, hear I think about I'm buying. Time. I'm finally buying the truck tomorrow. I think. I am. I'm getting. I'm buying a Dodge Ram 1500. Can you barely uh, get home tonight? Because yeah. I'm in China. Because I'm in China. Yeah, we're gonna get a call. Like, uh, Freddy, um, it says I'm near the border. Am I close to Los? An- Is that the Los Angeles border? It has a bunch of like the gay bar. It has a bunch of. Uh, <laughs> right? International signs in yeah. Spanish coming up. Is that the LA border? No yeah. scope. You went on the five south. You need to be going north. <laughs> I thought I was going north. Oh, yeah. No, we go to when we go to now. Bisbee uh, for our ride, which is canceled this year, unfortunately. Um, we go to a place right on the border of Mexico, and it's a, called the Gay Nineties. Yeah. And I'm like, how did it? And the flashbacks every yeah, time yeah, you yeah, do the, it. And the, and the, the name of the bar, the right family's the name. Of Nacho. Yeah, Nacho. A nacho, Arizona. Yeah, and the fence is right there. 
and we go to this bar and it's crazy it's still smoke well now they had to move the smoking session about to the mexico side yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. and it's the best time and it's uh and then we always take our picture at the border and the whole bit and it's just a yeah, there's some great shots we have from last man i gotta yeah. i gotta get back into writing i think like, yeah yeah you should yeah once yeah. uh once i you know daughter's good going Dude, to school you know, get a bike learn you know, to ride again. I, mean, you know, yeah, I still have my endorsement my license still, allows me to ride still you don't you, if you take well my buddy you know what if you get if you get a just don't get the sport bike or no, whatever. No, no. Yeah, get a the, I told you last time I had a I had a get a Bonneville. No, I had a had a I mean it was a like a seventies uh Kawasaki, but like the guy rebuilt it and it was like like your bike where it just had the uh it was kind of broadish. So it just had the seat leather naked. seat going back. Yeah. No I don't know. No fairing. Yeah, no fairing. Yeah, naked bike. So um yeah, yeah. But that, you know what? It's I not, would say a, like a Thruxton would be like my what I have my like well, if I could buy I one I would, I would buy it I would, that's what I would want it's the trucks and I don't like the the one trucks and I like like I like your bike but I like the other trucks like the what is it called the the one that's not the air you want the air cool yeah I like can't if I, but if I were to buy new if I were to get a new bike stock I'd get a thruxton like I just want it's a great I like bike. the look I'm I'm yeah, definitely into cafes I'm not into Harleys I'm yeah, not into yeah. sports you know crotch rockets but you know what but whether your daughter is freaking five yeah or she's 15 yeah I just need the time yeah yeah, that, that, yeah. right now it's more yeah, the you don't want to get something like that morning. every Sunday. You're because if, every Sunday when I get ride. into something, I'm into something. Yeah, it's the best. It is, you know, um, for those who don't ride, you should check it out. Like my next ride is going to be, I'm going to learn how to ride horses. I saw Steve on a horse with his wife a couple weeks ago, and that, that looks like one, it's you know, fun. One, one horsepower is freaking the best. Yeah, I, you know what? Not that I would trade, but I would love that. Own ability. Yeah. I don't know if I'd want to own. Right, but that's a whole other thing. Owns the team. You know, it's like a boat, owns. right? Yeah, probably. You, you know, your best. Yeah, yeah. The best horses. You got slip. Horse. You got yeah, the best. Yeah, 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 yeah. The best boat. Your friend's boat. But if you can, if you have access to ride and trail ride and go do all that, to me it sounds like. But again, you know, you're sitting here watching Yellowstone. I'm watching Yellowstone. Right. And you're like, damn, what am I doing here? Yeah. Well, I Why mean, this I, isn't bad. This isn't bad. But yeah. this you know is what? Terrible. I mean, yeah, I mean, we but, need we need to be closer to the golf course. <laughs> like we need to be <laughs> on the. You golf know, course. so of all of the homes here on the course, I think there's only like three: myself, my yep. neighbor Jim over here, and um, like one other house that way. Um, we don't have we don't have a fence. Oh. I see that. So. The fact that this doesn't have a I think this I think this this house sat vacant for a year. And nobody it was on well, wow. it was up for seven Why? for a year. No nobody well, I, I don't know. Here's my theory. Somebody died. The backyard is not so A, it's not big enough to put a pool in. It's you're twenty years to the beach. You got sprinklers right out here. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh that's not <laughs> blow you right that's off. It's not potable water. That's <laughs> 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 reclaimed. So um so, but the thing is, is no, because because also too, so people putting a fence, you have they a big have a pool? Two down. So some have pools because the houses sit further back. Right. Uh, I would have liked to have 
if I had my choice. I mean, this is nice, but, but the other thing too, you have to. I mentioned this. I don't know if we were filming at the time, but there's things about living on the golf course. Sure. So on Monday, Monday is mow and blow. <laughs> don't even want to go. There. Mow and blow. Scofer knows all about the mow and blow. So, <laughs> yeah, this is not about shaving your balls. <laughs> um, no, this is mow and blow is on Monday. So Monday, the course is basically, this course is closed except for tournaments or other special events. But basically the guys start at like 6.30. The sand trap out here, there's a guy literally dragging this freaking chain, like this big greater thing like at the, at the ballpark, right? When they're down, you know, at the seventh inning stretch and, and smoothing over the smoothing over the infield, they driving us raking that whole thing out, and then and then the mower comes through, and then there's that this guy and he just pulls this thing around with this big ass blower on the side, and it's like, <laughs> I mean it's loud, and he's just going back and forth, and he's blowing all the grass cuttings that didn't get picked up off the fairway onto your property. No, no, it doesn't uh, come up here, but I'm just telling you, just blow, it, it's just literally like, you don't realize the amount of maintenance oh, that these guys do. Can't even imagine. And you can imagine, so when I look at these guys, and they're out here at the crack of dawn, so you have to be, you get up early. I mean, you're you're woken up early. You get up early. Stay woke. When you're here. And, and, that, and that, I mean, I think of this place, this is, you're better off going to bed early and getting up early. But, um, the, uh, but... There are there are people that probably didn't realize what they moved here. Like I would never do that again. Right. But you know, I, you get used to it. It's just like part of the white yeah. noise. It's part of it. You yeah, know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I like the fact that it doesn't have a fence because it just kind of keeps it all open. Yeah. yeah. I um, like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. So. Well, we should wrap spot. this up, huh? What? Uh, so we didn't really get too much into whiskey now tonight, did we? We drank it. We drank Let it. Let me tell you, this, well, this you know, Uncle Nearest was so the great. The Uncle Nearest is great. A $39 bottle of whiskey. $39. So $39 smooth. at Trader Joe's. It, and, and I read it. It says it's, it's like the smoothest whiskey. Oh, well, here's the thing. It this won. is very smooth. It won like all kinds of fun stuff. I can't even read this. Yeah. Won in 2019. Like world's best. Double gold. World's best American whiskey. I mean, it's... Yeah. And now I'm know, on Scotch and owned by a, 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 a black company, right? It's owned well, by it a, Uncle Nearest was the was the was the, uh, was the distiller yeah. who basically gave his his quote unquote recipe and his process to yeah. Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels. Well, that's great. Yeah. I don't think he gave it to him. And then the old Forester here is just Old Forester is great. It's, it's great. And yeah. I mean they're so and different. So you know, the I mean, bourbons and we got we have a Scotch. The which Dalvini is, I'm, double wood and oh, space height scotch. I'll which try is, I don't know if I'll try that. But this I'm is like, a this is seriously. I, I might be done. That's I'm great. But this is that's the 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 daily. That's the daily now for me. I mean, what, which is what? Uh, this Dalvini twelve. This is really? one. This is always in the rotation. Always, you know, when you need something, pull one of these out. Yeah, I I, um, I literally got. I have to go to the. How much is the Forester? That was. 52, 54? Yeah, yeah. Last I, one, too. Yeah, yeah. It's, I was uh, between that yeah, and... Yeah, this is like 59. I was looking at the... Uh, almost 60. So I actually was looking between the, the bottled and bond, and they also have a 1910, which is like their, another one of the risk, whiskey row ones. But when I looked at it, that was the last bottle of uh, yeah. bottle and bond. I was like, well, no, this is going to be harder to find. I'm going to grab that one. Hey, you definitely have to grab it, for sure. So. But the Uncle Nearest is 100 proof, and it, it, for 
it's 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 at a good that's a good oh proof. my god yeah. i loved it and that, I love, that's I what the old uh, bottled and bond is that's 100 proof mm. like i, I think we talked about before yeah your your prohibition yeah. is 115 i like them i that think 100 is yeah. where like 100 to i haven't had 115 but i have a 100 107 antique of my old weller i definitely like you know 100 110 for sure i don't know if i've had like i said had 115 but i think 100 is like you know, what, you, know what, you know what is really good and is that uh, that there's a the Jack Daniels Select or whatever they call it now. Huh. I, I can't remember the name. I, I did a I did a review on it quite some time ago. I did like a they had like three of these different bottles and I bought all three and I kind of paired. I did like a little series with it on the Whiskey Spy Instagram with um with a with a barbecue and like cutting boards with like a meat and then the thing, but. That was uh those were fun things to shoot because i, I kind of did them in the little home studio in my old house yeah. just had her horrible lighting and i'm like honey i can't we need a house i can't new i can't house. work here i can't shoot here i can't do anything but um but the but that uh that that um that jack daniel select it's bottled like 130 and it's like awesome that's so right. you really are good. still shooting though, and right, you're keeping your site live with the. Uh, yeah, you know what? I haven't, I haven't put out as much content. I, I've, you know, um, it's been one of those. But I, I'll tell you this: I think I'm gonna, I, I, I need to start it back as I've been sort of focused on my, on my motorcycle shed project. You guys right. walked out there. Yeah. Uh, this weekend, I'm gonna, I gotta really hone in on that. At 117. But, um, but, <laughs> but once I kind of get that up. I'm going to use that as part, um, part uh, you know, workshop, part lounge, part yeah. studio. I and, like. Uh, I have the greatest backyard like this, but I like sitting in, a, in my red chair out in front. Your backyard's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's I, like, I yeah. love your backyard. I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, that 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 day we went out there and just hung out. Like I could have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we got the fireplace like this, no, and, you it's, know, it's and everything. Nice. I mean, ours is uh, you know more on the wall and everything, but. I sit out front on my red chair smoking a cigar. You got that nice couch and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, awesome. Judy will watch TV out there. I'll go out front and smoke a cigar, and I just say hi to all the neighbors and what's going on. Hey, Steve, how you doing? Blah blah blah, scope, whatever. And it's like it's fun. So yeah, well, it's been a great night, Steve. We really appreciate you coming out, uh, inviting us out, and uh, um, and if any of you want to really taste some good uh, bourbons. Old Forester. Old Forester. Bottles and Bonds. Bottles and Bonds. Bottles and Bonds. And, and the Uncle Nearest. Put the Uncle label Nearest. on make sure yep. they can see that, right? Yep. No, it's there. there. Yep, it's there. And uh, obviously follow Whiskey then, Spy uh, on Instagram. Valvini, always good, it. never disappoints. Love ladies like this. Space Side Whiskey. Yep. So you're not getting yep. you're not getting all the peat it's not, it's and all PD. the fire. Can't, you know, it's, it's, and all the Space Sides of Scotland are all very smooth, lightweight. Yeah. Um, a lot of flavor here let me do so, this uh, it's wonderful yeah get rid of that here let me, here, let me taste it <laughs> in his in his ralph lauren. ralph lauren that's the ralph lauren bowl right? that's it yeah, well, I, I see I, that. I, you know i don't i'm still here but i wanted just a little taste of that one. Oh, wait had an extra glass just, no that's just mine oh my god i don't know where it is where's that pa we had more glass <laughs> yeah but uh yeah no, I'm I'm really enjoying this. I don't know, scotch, man. So you know, like I'm thinking, I, I, scotches I tend, are good. You like the scotch? I I like. I mean, I, I personally, so bourbon, I like bourbon the most. It's a little bit sweeter. I like. I um, I go back and forth between liking rye and liking just uh, a good bourbon. You know, I like it a little spicy, I guess. 
Yeah, bourbons have a so there's, there's a lot of variation in them. Yeah, I mean, so. just like Scotch, but what with the Scotch, and then I don't know so much on the bourbon side. If you're getting, you're not really getting because it's kind of it's at least fifty percent corn. Well, yeah, but it's all got to be you know within within Tennessee and all of Kentucky and all that. Yeah, but um, with the with the with Scotland, I mean, you've got. You've got Highland stuff, right. which is you know a little lighter. You got a Speyside, which has got its own flavor, and that's the whiskey trail mm -hmm. part. Then you've got obviously, you've got all the the peaty stuff that comes from, uh, you know, the Freud. Yeah, all, all of that. And, yeah. and um, oh, and the name, Jesus. <laughs> uh, you can edit that out. Um, it's fine. But uh, either way, we're, we're I all. <laughs> enthusiast, not um, professional. Yeah, yeah. Enthusiast, yeah. I have to look on the map again. But um, but you but you've got those ones that that do have all at once. So sure. Between Campbelltown, like the Lafroigs and the, and the Log of Owens and all yeah. that, all, all good stuff. I would I would definitely say I'm I'm more bourbon. I like it. I am too like, lightly. Yeah. Usually, like so, like what I've. Under, from what I understand, I guess I should say, is like weeded bourbons typically replace the rye with wheat. So I like a weeded bourbon, but I think I like bourbons with some rye because I like that spiciness to it. Yeah. Um, and then, but I like a good scotch. Like, like this scotch is great. It's just smooth. I've already had a couple bourbons. So switching over to scotch, it's just like an easy drink. Yeah, I want to, you know, I do want to really, pick up, I, I, I do want to pick up that, I do want to pick up that whistle pig rye. I've, I had it, I had, I've, I've had it in restaurants. I've had like a couple. Like a ten year, I think. There's one that's a. That's I know they have a variety of years. Yeah, it goes way up. Um, but no, I mean whistle pig is is great. Always. One of the best ryes, and yeah. actually my, I think one of the first Christmases my wife and I were together, she got me a bottle of it. Because she did some research and she knew I liked old fashions and I like Manhattans, which typically, as we talked about, use a rye. So she found, you know, found yeah. that. And she got me a nice bottle. I want to say it was like an eight or a ten year. So yeah. it was a nice bottle of it. And like for, especially for ryes, like they are the like the best. industry but, leader. But yeah, but you know, but I, in terms of, but like you know, with a cocktail, I, the the bullet, the you know, the bill of rye is like. Great because oh, that's it's good for a because it's got. I mean, not yeah, for a Manhattan because or it's for a, not um, overly yeah. expensive. Old fashioned, sure. right? It's got yeah. a lot of vanilla in it, yeah, which helps make that cocktail just yeah, oh, awesome, well rounded. Because you got the the spiciest from the rye, a little vanilla, yeah. and then you know because it's a spicier bourbon or a spicier whiskey because it's not bourbon, and then we add the sugars from either from Manhattan from the vermouth or the sugar that you physically well, you know, put in. That's where the scotch fashion. takes all those bourbon barrels, right? So when they're yep. done with those, yep. go there. Know, all those cooperages, send them all the way up there. Yeah, really. Yeah, wow. that's, you know, and, and that's where like, we you know, Balvini, um, and it was, it was unfortunate because when I went to, when I went to Scotland, my wife and I went to Scotland, we tried to get into Balvini. They very, they do very few like tours because hmm. they're not set up for that. You know, Glenfiddich is their sister distillery, right, okay. or vice versa, and so that's where they do the whole thing. But, um, but to go to Balvini, you know, the day that we were gonna go, um, and what, that we did the Glenfiddich tour was also it was like an industry, um, some industry holiday huh. or local holiday. 
so everything was closed up. We couldn't get in on that. And it was bummer. Bizarre. But I called it. I called it. Um, the, one of the, the reps from around here to see if we could help and couldn't get us in. Mm. He's like, I can't even get press people in now. So let me ask you this. So for our viewers, probably down to one. It's just me. I'm watching it for, <laughs> to make sure everything was good. <laughs> yeah. What do you, for somebody who wants to learn more about bourbons and scotches, what would you suggest to them? Like, They've watched the show and they're like, wow, I actually feel like I need a bourbon or a so where would I? So where should you start, yeah. right? I mean, well, I guess that's the question, right? If you want to stay on the bourbon, remember with bourbons, I would, I would, my advice is to stick with the some of the bigger brands first, right? Not, yeah. the, not the mass marketing stuff, but the things that are more well-known. So stick with your whistle pigs stick with your old foresters you know there's some other peerless is another great one uncle, uncle nearest is great i mean yeah. you know woodford awesome right? yeah, yeah. i mean those are don't stick with those first the, the plantons is amazing if you can get if you can get it i mean everyone now finds it because mm -hmm. they all like the little horses that work yeah collect them and stuff. Yeah. And the little, you know they actually have letters on them right oh, right, wow. right but um those are great and then um, scotches. And, but the thing is, these are bourbons. bourbons. So, go, no, I know, we're talking about bourbons. No, but, but, but with bourbons, next so, and let, then. let me. Okay, go ahead. So with bourbons, so the thing is, it only has to be aged for three years. Yeah. Right? Oh. So let's say, Scope, you wanted to make Schofield's bourbon, which you could do. Oh, yeah. You just have to go buy someone's juice. Yep. In some rickhouse, it could be from any distillery. Yep, yep. You buy label it, it, label it, and you buy it, and you put it in your rickhouse, or you put it in your location, or whatever. Right. As long as it's aged for three years, you can design your own cool label and then do it. And Fratty earlier now, and said, and that's where, so that's where you're getting a lot of the, you know, a lot of stuff. That, or you know, with the small batch stuff, you know, I mean, people are making you know smaller things or whatever, but. I don't know, with scotch, there's a very distinct thing with it. I um, mean, you know, there's there's obviously the same thing with like bourbons. There's there's known distilleries, there's known brands. Diageo has like everything. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, um, you can find some cool offshoot ones that you don't typically get. I mean, I've got some great stuff upstairs that you, you're not going to find anywhere else i got that in Scotland. that's three miles away upstairs <laughs> and i and i forget my glasses and i'm gonna watch tv and i'm like where are my glasses honey i don't know fuck they're upstairs god walk all the way to the other end gotta of the, walk from the other uh, wing from the, the first to the third just hole just take scuffs yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. but i mean but the thing is like with scotch I, if you if you want to go um, if you know if you want to go if you like that that campfire like really smoky stuff and I love it I love it at certain I mean I love it any time but I, I drink more of it in the in the in the, in the winter months yeah. to me it and give works. me give me four top scotches for our audience so I, I always recommend Balvini Balvini it's nice it's smooth it's it's a good intro One lots of, of flavors <laughs> everybody else you know every, everybody will typically like it yep, yep. they usually are kind of surprised because they think of it as these smoky things like the Lafroy where you right. get a lot of iodine and a lot of 
a lot of peat in it. Um, and I like that stuff too. But uh, I would say um, Balvini. I, McAllen, a lot of people love McAllen. McAllen Smoky, is right? great. No, not necessarily. No, I always they had some be, I love it. Something. I love a McAllen's, but I mean, it's a little bit. It's pricey. Yeah. Yeah. Well. These days, and they're getting away from the non age statement stuff too. So, um, like most people are. But I like. Um, I, don't, I, I still like, I still like Johnny Walker just because my dad like yeah 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 but if you get if you want like a, a, a Johnny I would say you know the green label 15 year old mm -hmm. that's the only one of the Johnny Walker that actually still use the the the, the 15 you know the, the, the age the age statement because wow. it is a single where all the other ones are blunt right so this is oh. the 15 the green label even I like the blue blue is a blunt Wow. Huh. But you could have 25-year-old, you got some 50-year-old in there, it could be just a teaspoon, but right. you don't know, and they'll never tell you. I would also, I, you know, I would recommend from a whiskey perspective, not necessarily a scotch, but from a whiskey, and it's mostly scotch, but um, Compass Box has got some fantastic mm. things. Compass Box. Compass Box is amazing, and they do a lot of, they do, they do, they do, they have a whole line of like, great great um and they're all blends okay. but they're um but they're blended to the to the they've got to the hedonism which is they, they name them um so sexy yeah, hedonism it's you know it's it's sweet <laughs> it's got like some crumble lay in it hedonism. it's good <laughs> but uh but they've got some other really higher end ones um we just lost everything but uh anyway yeah so, but no, they got a lot of higher end stuff that, that you can't really get. That's kind of limited edition. Um, Glen Fettic had some. Yeah, I like the Glen Fettic. I like Glen like Merengue. Yeah, that's it's, that's, it's that's decent. I like it for some reason. Hell, of, I started on orange. Doers. Got a lot of orange. I started essence. on Doers, and to this day, I still like Doers. You know. You would. I, I mean, you know, it's just like it's just it's a it's a. I don't know. I just I, I I still have a bottle of Doers at the house right now that I just like. I'm grab. I'm buying all these great you know bourbons and everything, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna take. You know, I I will, I will have to say I, I I've uh, I've fallen into a, a, I don't say a trap, but I've fallen into getting the things that I like. I haven't branched out and explored as much as I used to. Brutalock, Brutalocky makes some great stuff. You heard some Brutalocky? Brutalocky. Brutalocky. Some These are some bottles. deep cuts. These, These are, are good. Like I, I've got the, the black, <clears throat> some some fantastic things. I mean, I think but, for me, I, I've really been more bourbon, maybe some rye. Like, I've been kind of more I mean, on the American we can, side. We can, and, you know, and I've stayed in the Japanese realm, too. Yeah. That's a whole different thing. Which, but I could, I mean, we, I all the whiskey right now is packed away. It's not all organized. It's a, it's a Complete Smart. disaster, but um, because I'm here, fuck, we'd have everything. Because quarantine, we'd have everything. What else would you do? <laughs> but see, right? But, yeah, but I think it, unless you started with something really good, I think yeah. we get lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, <laughs> I know. I've been, um, I've been a. Big it doesn't fan. work with Signal. Don Morey's got some good stuff. I've been a big fan of uh, High Noon Distillery up yeah, in yeah, uh, sure, Salt sure. Lake. Fantastic. I'd love to get up there and go to their saloon and have everything. I, I think it's more just because 
the stuff they're doing is more unique than what you're getting out of Kentucky and Tennessee. Like they take some chances, like the campfire that uh, yeah, that's good. that we've had, where it's like a bourbon, a rye, and a Scotch blend, and it's not uh, peaty, but it is smoky. There's that whole, you know, the, the, skull, the, the Scotch Whiskey Society stuff. Um, I didn't join that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to give you, you join, it's expensive. You're going to get a bottle of some random, like they call it like a jelly bean or whatever the fuck they call it, right? And it's a blend of a bunch of different things. And it's got these great flavors, but... Yeah. It's it's all, and they do some great stuff, and I don't want to dis- disparage them. To me, it's I don't want to say it's gimmicky, but it's I mean it's all good stuff. But yeah. I I just it's not for me. Yeah. Sure. I'm more well, like I mean you know, for, and that's like for anybody that's if anybody is still watching <laughs> for the one person out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you have a taste for something and you enjoy it and you like it, then go for it, right? Absolutely. That's, 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 that's what it's all about. The art bag stuff, which is really peaty. And stuff. I mean, there's, yeah. there's, but there's some really cool stuff on there if you like that. And the that's other really thing that I saw that um, High West just did is they started doing barrel-aged cocktails. So they, yeah. you can now buy a bottle of a Manhattan, a bottle of an Old Fashioned. And they're using their whiskey. They're making it in batches and bottling it after aging it in a whiskey barrel. So if you're not a cocktail maker, you don't want to have a bunch of ingredients, or maybe you're going on vacation and you want something more than just something neat like we've been drinking. It's easy. Grab they a all, bottle. All in. Uh, the other thing camping? I had from them was Burr Rye, which was incredible. Okay. So it's a bourbon rye blend. Um, the one, like my, uh, I guess, you know, white elephant that I've been, you know, kind of, or holy grail in a sense, um, that I've, I've seen, I just haven't pulled the trigger on. They do uh, a winter release of, it's called a Mids, Midwinter's Dram. And it's their rye whiskey aged, I believe, in wine barrels. Yeah. And they, a lot of them, like, and, so Balvini will do a lot of different things. Or a lot of them will do it. Yeah. But Balvini plays a lot of different stuff. They have the Tune uh, 1509 stuff, is, it can get expensive. Um, but that was the master stiller sort of playground where mm-hmm. he would do all through the, and they would try different, different, like they put sherry butts on the, on the cat, on the, on the huh. cask, yeah. um, you know, which is the top and the bottom of the barrel. Sure. Uh, and then they, and they age it in there. They do that, that Caribbean cask. I would say if you're like really want to get it, try it. I mean, it, you know, the age that, that lasts, it's 14 years that last about six months or so. Is done in Caribbean cast, so you're doing a lot of that rum essence to it. Okay. And actually, Balvini buys the rum, and the and they and, and they they make it, and then they sell the rum off, and then they yeah. take the barrels. Wow. What's interesting about thing. rum is like that I learned is like aging in rum because it's done in the Caribbean because of the weather, it actually ages faster. Yeah, yeah. There's and a whole, there's so a like thing. like a, a five year rum is actually. You know, like a ten or a fifteen year whiskey wow. kind of a thing because Are it, you into rums? Not necessarily. I don't mean to interrupt. I, Go and, ahead. Yeah, Go yeah, ahead. No, and I, I and I'm not into rum like I don't sip on rums. I I would love to get to 
some rums that are in that 15, 20 So the Kana Rum Bar in LA is the place. And, and there used to be one in Laguna Beach. What is that? There, so there's the 213 uh, Spirit Society. Yeah. Yep. So you've got a, uh, there's a, a tequila bar, and I forget the name of it now. Yeah. And then there are mezcals and stuff. Yep. And then, and I've actually been drinking more of those, if anything. Which um, we've talked about. That's a whole other thing. But then there's like, uh, then there's the, then there's Seven Grand, which is all got all the whiskeys and anything you want to try, yep, go yep. there. Um, room, and then you've got, uh, and then you've got the Kana Rum Bar. Yeah. Which is also in Downtown LA. Downtown LA. Yeah, and you can yep. go out there, smoke a cigar, and drink a rum. Yeah. And... Yeah, there's another place that's really cool too. It's a rum. I mean, it's like a Cuban place. Shit, I can't think of the name of it, but. Um, they have um, cigars that are rolled here in San Diego, or mm -hmm. in, might as well be in China, San, uh, San Diego. And, uh, and uh, yeah. yeah, so they're, um, it's a fantastic bar, and they're, um, they have their specialty, they're all rum drinks, so. Yeah. yeah. But I'd love to get into, like, rum just as a sipping. I've never really got into it. I have a 12-year uh, Demerara rum. So it uses a Demerara sugar, which is like richer mm -hmm. than your normal, which I use in cocktails and it's amazing. Huh. But I've never, I mean, I've tasted it just to taste it, but I would love to get into, you know, tasting those higher. That sounds, like a, that sounds like a great next thing. We've had yeah, a long exit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> the longest exit I've ever had, but it's actually, and now it's played right back into our right. episode. So, right. so hey, awesome. let's, we're going to, we're going to close out here after. Hey everyone, welcome back. Kata. <laughs> yeah. Scuff, that, uh, man, I hope you guys enjoyed it, you know, watching it and feeling like you're a part of there. Hopefully you poured yourself some whiskey and, uh, you know, if you smoke cigars, have a cigar with us. Cause that was so much fun. I mean, just like I said before, it's just, it was nice just to chat and, you know, drink some whiskey, tell stories. I love that thing. Uh, you know, Steven was talking about with the motorcycles there in, uh, yeah, in the yeah. UK, yeah. I, I got down a wormhole of just watching videos of that afterwards. I was just like, wow. Like that's just, I don't know. I just love, you know, the, the localization almost of like, that's, that's like the economy of that, you know, small little country. And, uh, then I was telling my wife just the other day, I'm like, man, it'd be fun to ride motorcycles. And she kind of just looked at me and I'm like, you know, you, know, you just kind of get, you know, go for a drive, nothing crazy. You know, I was like, but I'll wait till the, you know, the kids are older kind of a thing. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, it's, yeah, I had, I, I actually waited, but, uh, um, it, it's there's nothing like it yesterday i went for a ride on the coast and it was unbelievable it was yeah. just insane uh, and, was, and that's what i think I, I would enjoy about you know being able to just go for like a long you know not even like hours and hours but you know you just go clear your head ride for an hour or two somewhere where it's nice and feel the wind and all that but obviously you know in the meantime i could do that with the car i guess and just, in the meantime, I wish I would have rode my bike and not picked you up going back from the orange curtain because I mean, I would have been home in an hour instead of I know. two and a half hours. I, I mean, know. Next time I go there, I'm just going to cuddle with Steven and then uh, stay there, you know? That that would be a wise wise one. Yeah. Um, have you been uh, trying any new whiskeys since then? I, I just am in love with that Buffalo Trace. I just, yeah. It's the only one I want to buy now. I drank it everything else. I probably went through about 30 bottles of whiskey since the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. I just had some, um, uh, my brother-in-law is part of like, uh, like a beer group. Yep. And what they'll do is they'll all go in and they'll buy a barrel select from different breweries. Fantastic. 
Yeah, and and so the like every now and then he'll hit me up, you know, hey, I got a uh, barrel select, you know, you want some, you know, want to get in on one? Here's the price. Here's you know what we're doing. So we had their uh, their pick of some uh, Woodford Reserve. Uh, um, I, I think it was barrel proof. When the when the Lakers lost, I hooked up with um, my Alex um, Thomas, the comedian, who's mm-hmm. my neighbor across the street. And a buddy of his that just came out, he's going to law school and he was an educator in, in Chicago. And, uh, oh my God, you hang out with Alex, you're just going to be laughing your ass. <laughs> I mean, the guy is just like, and his show, I mean, it, honestly, everybody should definitely tune in to his show. And I'm going to pull it up really fast because um, I started listening to it and um, I just loved it. Uh, where is Alex? Did I, I sent that to you. There it is. Alex Thomas, the funny don't stop. Yeah, so the funny don't stop. Really a great show, musicians, I mean, everything. He's so connected and he's such a funny guy. I really like him. So I might get him involved in the, um, the project with Jonathan Scott uh, as an entertainer working with the, doing something with the kids or well, with the teacher. Yeah, yeah. That, would, mean, that would be a great, great little connection. Um, you know, they can do broadcast, they could do comedy, yep. um, kind of ties in, you know, I think with both where it's like being public speaking of any sort, it, it's a, um, skill kind of a thing where you just gotta, you gotta get out there and do it, get out of your comfort zone a little bit. And, you know, doing something like a podcast may make you better speaking in front of someone else. And when you're talking in front of people, you'll probably be good at podcasting, you know, and, and kind of broadcasting and. You know all that stuff so i think it's just it would be great for them to do some stand-up or you know some sort of comedy acts uh, yeah. as well yeah yeah no definitely i'd say improv helped me out big time and i mean i've seen you grow i mean you were more of a shy kid when i knew you when i was coaching you and everything you know, yeah sitting in the corner crying because i didn't put you on the ice and you know shit like that <laughs> i mean i still cry in the corner every now and then just for uh old time's sake but you know thanks for bringing that up <laughs> But you've really changed a lot after going to college and the, and getting into sales and all the above, and now you're on a podcast with me, and it's like fantastic. Millions of millions of views and followers. It's crazy. Oh my God, so many I can't even count. <laughs> I'm like, I had two more hands. I kind of, you know. <laughs> what anyway, are you up to this weekend, Scoff? Uh, well, I'm leaving for Chicago. That's I'm- right. So for a big uh, release of uh, when is this actually going to go on the air, Freddie? This is going tomorrow, on tomorrow, the 13th. So I'm going to Chicago for a big project I can't talk about. But Great. Um, I will let everybody know uh, for the next show. But, yes. Uh, it's a really cool project we're doing. I, I, I can't even begin to tell you how wonderful it is. And then uh, I'll be in my hometown for about uh, four days and I'm going to hit Detroit. I'm going to be care- I'm going to drive to Detroit. I don't want to. Detroit. Fly. Detroit Motor City, but they're opening up a little bit and crazy about that governor, huh? Jeez Louise. I didn't see what happened. Well, the governor, they had like 13 guys. Oh, the, the kidnapping. Kidnapping. I mean, yeah. it's crazy or what? Did you see those five guys they showed? That was the worst white trash I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I, that's, I, that's crazy. I, Marines, I mean, that's insane. We got to get, this country is just, I mean, geez, I don't know when to go there. <laughs> I know. I always start down a path and then I'm talking about it and then I get like frustrated with myself and I'm like, why am I even talking about this? Moving on. Yeah, yeah moving on. So, but yeah, well, I hope, and then I'm going to be there and then hopefully the weather will be perfect. It'll be fall and then yeah. uh, better. Hopefully we don't get any rain and then, um, then fly back. That's it. 
That's great. Well, we'll we'll obviously do uh, a live, uh, not a live, but we'll we'll do something when you're out there in Chicago. Oh, yeah, and sure. and next week we got uh, the one and only singing chef Quaz. So uh, that's a great episode and uh, a lot of fun. I thought and um, you know, so I think it'll be uh, it'll be nice to have you in Chicago for that one. Yep. If you you know one thing about our show, if you want to learn how to drink, we'll tell you what booze to drink. Yep. Bourbons and whiskeys and you name it and uh scotches and then uh yeah quaz is a fantastic cook and chef and then we had 420 uh chef on when you can learn how to add your little uh little <laughs> thc oh. or uh or c what, cd what is it cbd cbd yeah and, yeah uh, he's fantastic and uh i mean all of our followers they're just going to be swagged out with uh fashion advice yep. they're going to be drunk and they're going to be high and they're going to be fed so i think we got it covered i mean if you could just let's start an app that you could just hand everything through the through the zoom yeah here's yeah some shag bag for you uh here's some uh lc king here's some we need we need like a we need like a scofinator app like how do you how do you how do you get like scofinator and then you can just list all the things you're wearing all the things you're eating all the things you're drinking, all the things you're smoking. Yeah. You know, and then people could just be you. <laughs> there you go. Well, we could create them in cartoons, which yeah. yours is coming soon. I can't <laughs> wait. Yeah. So, all right, buddy. Well, listen, I'll talk to you later, and uh, I'll talk to you this week from Chi-Town. <laughs> well, this is going into the bloopers. And then shot now. Yeah, I, are you sure? I mean, I don't know. I think halfway through we have to drop You don't need to reintroduce yourself. This is okay. just after the interview. All right, what do I say? Just welcome back. Oh. <laughs> we'll all just be like this. I'm here with my son. <laughs> Thank you, iPhone. Thank you. Uh, I mean, to every one of these uh, bourbons that we yep. have had. Uh, by the way. Oh, link link in the detail or go to the details for the links. Uh, we've had too much rum. Yeah, rum, rum. <laughs> Jesus. In the tiki area. Thank you. You know, it's like kind of like tattoos. Like, okay, I got a space here. I got to put a space. Yeah, oh God, it's out just... of a woolly mammoth bone. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, it looks good. Here and then I'll be in the jungles. You know, coming at you totally. from the jungles. All right, good night.